Today's podcast is sponsored by First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd to the 28th. Go to factphilly.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday. It is June 13th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A suspect wanted in the shooting of former Red Sox star David Ortiz is also being sought in a shooting right here in Pennsylvania. An alleged gunman and five accomplices have been detained in the shooting of Ortiz. A Dominican officials said on Wednesday, authorities said that the suspect set out to kill the retired baseball player to collect an $8,000 bounty placed on his head. Police say that they are still searching for Luis Alfredo Rivas Clase, who also goes by the nickname The Surgeon. This man is also wanted by authorities in Reading, Pennsylvania, right here. What the hell? Yeah, according to authorities, Rivas Clase was involved in a shooting on April 22nd, 2018. The victim, who was shot in the back, said that uh, Rivas threatened to have him killed a few days before the shooting occurred. Police said the handgun used in the attempted hit on David Ortiz was found buried in a house near Mayo, about 100 miles southwest of San to Domingo, where one of the suspects was arrested. Ortiz is recovering after being shot in the back. His wife said in a statement that the former Red Sox slugger was able to sit up and take some steps as he recuperates in the intensive care unit at the Massachusetts General Hospital. His condition is guarded and he will remain in ICU for the coming days, but he is making good progress towards recovery, Tiffany Ortiz said in the statement. Not that anybody... Why is... What's up with the mics here? Go ahead. Uh, Not that anybody ever deserves to get shot, but an assassination attempt on David Ortiz just boggles my mind. He's like... Incredibly nice person, really generous, and has done so much for the Dominican Republic. Any idea if they know that there was an eight thousand dollar bounty? Who why? put that out and right. why? They didn't say. They, they were there. There was an investigation. I was watching a report last night that tied into all sorts of things with the Dominican Republic and and all the stuff we're talking about with the resorts and all that stuff. And um, the, again, even the most um, learned people, as far as these people go and these gangs, had no idea why him out of all the people. So it's just, it's completely bizarre. I mean, I, I, maybe it was just something personal. Somebody who... They just don't maybe. like, perhaps. They, well, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe somebody hated him oh. for a very particular you know reason. What? Like yeah. a, a spurned lover or, or something. I don't know. Yankees fan? Or a Yankees fan. You never know, man. I don't know. That's just uh, But crazy. they said that he frequents the area a lot. So he is there. I guess they knew he was going to be there. And who knows? And they are basically though. at point blank range, too. So it's amazing he made it through at all. Well, it yeah. is. And, and fortunately, he's back here receiving care, but, um, you know, we heard we didn't know at first and then heard that he's going to be okay, but I mean, he still has like a long oh, yeah. recovery. He's still in ICU. No, no, it's, yeah, he, it, it's it's going to be a, a, a tough climb up. Yeah. Another round of cereal testing shows small amounts of chemical in Roundup Weed Killer. Yeah! All right. I was, um, I was so worried that you were going to mention a cereal. I was like, please don't say Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, well, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I missed the very, I was right, reading so, something here. What was so, the beginning of your okay. tease that made him think it was cereal? No, it is It is cereal. So yes. so uh, Roundup Weed Killer, is yeah. traces of it is being found in cereal. Oh, oh. no! Please okay. don't say Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> well, the, wait, the, fear is, the fear is not over. Hang it's on. It's not over. Who makes Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Oh, uh, General whatever. Oh, General Mills? you're out, General, Case. Really? You're out, yes. F. 
Several oh, brands, you including went from the, the ultimate high to the ultimate low. Yeah, in a seriously, second. several popular brands, including Cheerios and Nature Valley products, continue uh, to test positive for trace amounts of this controversial uh, herbicide that may increase the risk of cancer. The Environmental Working Group, uh, which has links to the organic industry, found that all 21 of the products it tested had levels of glyphosate uh, that were higher than their their scientists consider safe for children. Now, I, I know this seems scary, but in all the years I've been eating this cereal, I have never once crapped weed. So no. in some way it's working. So Are you case, in, the, really inspecting your feet? I inspect that? all the time. Okay. Case, the 21 products uh, include six varieties of Cheerios and 14 of General Mills uh, Nature Valley products such as Nature Valley Granola Bars. So it's not specifically Cinnamon Dose Crunch, but it is all of the products but are we made. do Nature Valley Granola Bars, definitely. Yes, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Oh, you're, you're, you're over. I, yeah. I immediately took everything out of my cabinets and threw it out. So <laughs> what levels do they say it's at? So, uh, so General Mills, all of the products are made by General Mills, and they say that their top priority is food safety, but they say that trace amounts of pesticides are pretty much found in everything, but they are trying to minimize those chemicals well, that are found in their products. It's also, if you look at what their their, their statement says, food safety-ish, which I think leaves, <laughs> leaves an open area. So this glyphosate, which I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly, has been at the center of several high-profile lawsuits alleging the chemical causes cancer. A California jury awarded a couple $2 billion in punitive damages after concluding they sustained exposure to uh, Monsanto's popular Roundup weed killer. Yeah. Uh, which led to their cancer diagnosis. You see commercials on TV all the time for the the class action suits concerning that. You know, over the course of your life, Preston, you, do you remember years ago when cyclamates were, it was a dietary, it was mm-hmm. a sugar substitute or something mm-hmm. akin to a sugar substitute in cereal, a s- soda. And we we used to get our soda delivered. We had cases of it. It had just arrived, yeah. like six cases of soda. And that that uh, that warning came out, and that you just sat there for years. Was so, that saccharin? Was that what that was? Something like that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. You guys should talk to anybody who is in their you know late forties to seventy. Who I make it a habit to. here in the Philadelphia area <laughs> that used to follow the the mosquito truck around town oh. because it would come down the street and it would just spray this chemical. And the kids would basically bathe in it oh on purpose. Oh, my God, purpose. like play yeah. in it? Yes. Whoa. Yeah, because it was this oh fog. I, 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 oh I've seen God. those trucks before, and I'm like, I run for the hills when, mm-hmm. when I saw I'm like, that does not look safe at all. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah, just a quick side note. Uh, if you can avoid it, never use Roundup. It's terrible for you. It's terrible for the environment. And uh, I posted something on Instagram a year ago. It's called Weed Be Gone. It's a really simple formula. It's vinegar, Epsom salt, and a Dawn dish detergent, Dawn dish soap. Yep. Gets it done. Kills the weeds really well. I use it all the time, and it's much, much better for you and a million times better for the I environment. I need to do that. You make your own? You make it at home. I mean, literally, I got to do that. I go and I go to the grocery store, get a, a gallon jug of, of uh, vinegar, mix it in the sink. It's so easy. And, and, and then your house smells delightfully like vinegar for a little I while. I need to do it because I use Roundup. And why do I use Roundup? That stuff works, man. It does. And, and, then, and I uh, I hate weeds, yeah. and I do like to have a, a nice lawn. Yeah. I, I, I kind of i am seeing a little bit of my mom in you now. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, listen. It's, it's, you were asking about... Can, they're legitimately getting wait, cancer. Wait, okay, and... you're concerned about this. You were waiting for a box of uh, all-natural sunscreen. Yeah, true, You asked yeah. about the deodorant. Yeah. When... Well, listen, when scientists actually okay. say that this stuff is legitimate, <laughs> I listen to not, not a witch doctor? <laughs> not a witch doctor? <laughs> I'm just saying, my mom's going to be yeah. really proud. That's no, all. Okay, so, oh, if you don't know, Kathy's mom is a, a higher up in the Santeria Church. <laughs>
Thank you, Jerry. Uh, no, but she actually has been right probably more often than uh, yeah, probably. than we would like to give her credit for. I'm going to let her know you said that. Yeah. Wait a minute. What was? Why did that one actor die? Because of salt, was oh, it? Or? Uh, Luke Perry. You yeah. know why Luke Perry died? Salt. No, Ma, why? Salt. No. <laughs> and Farrah Fawcett got uh, anal, anal cancer, cancer from too much sex? Butt sex. Butt sex. Butt okay. Sex. Well, there, there you know what case. that is? That's, you know. Yeah. By the way, Marsha <laughs> Cross. Didn't Marsha Cross is out? She has that. And, and she says Human she Human papillomavirus. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll ask my mom yeah. about that. Ask her. Mm. The search for a black bear cub continues. The latest sighting what was it was within the Philadelphia city limits. It was in East Falls yesterday. Did you see it? I was coming home from, I actually called into Pierre I was coming home uh, yesterday from 30th Street Station, and I saw the hovering uh, helicopters. Looking for the bear? Right right down here. Really? Right down here. And I did a quick search online, and because uh, my dad was in the car, and I had him look it up for me. And sure enough, they were hovering over East Falls looking for this bear, because they, they had spotted it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. They didn't find it. They did not find it. So if you're if you're by East Falls, it's it's very easy to meander over to the Wissahickon Park system. Sure. So and I, I you know hike in there all the time. Yeah. Well, they're yeah they're saying to, be, as a bear. to be careful. <laughs> <I'll> protect yourself. <laughs> uh, so the approximately 100 pound bear was roaming about the Maniac Norristown rail line, dipping in and out of the woods. Uh, the cub was also seen wandering around Ridge Avenue. There's actually a picture of him, and he is I, I think is it the picture that they just pulled up is the one where he's just he's on Ridge Avenue outside of someone's wow. house. I just saw Preston. Oh. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, big fan. You've been listening since you were a cub, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm still a cub, so it's been about two months. <laughs> the how do they not find this thing? How do they not find... How many... They because got, nobody... Because you shouldn't go near it. So by the time the, the warden gets a call and gets out there, he took off in the woods. Can't they... Uh, with those mosquito spray trucks, can't they put salmon spray in that? <laughs> salmon that spray. And Pied Piper its ass right out of town? The Pennsylvania game warden got a call at about noon on Wednesday about another sighting of a black bear. Uh, Jerry Check is the state game warden tasked with capturing the cub, and he believes uh, that he's about two years old and 100 pounds. He thinks the cub is probably two because he's looking for its own territory, mm. um, because at that age, the mother bear sends the cub out to live on its own. While game- two years old, can you imagine that? Uh, yeah. If your parents are kids. Okay, right, go You're ahead. on your own, son. Time for you to go. Don't forget to potty train yourself. While game wardens armed with tranquilizer rifles searched ground level, police took an aerial approach employing a helicopter and drones to survey the patch of woods behind the hilltop at Falls Ridge Development on Schoolhouse Lane. Uh, this cub is believed to be the same bear spotted north and west of the city in Bucks County and in Orland uh, last week. Despite the extensive search, no luck yet. The best case scenario for the game warden would be to find the bear up in a tree. It would be tranquilized with a dart, then transported in a bear trap, it would be freed in western or northeastern Pennsylvania. So they're saying that's the best case scenario. Doesn't so hopefully uh, Ed Rendell live in East Falls? He used to. I think he sold that place. Oh. I'm not really sure. It'd be cool if you were a former governor with a bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like the uh, the the king in uh, Walking Dead, Preston. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. He had a tiger. Hey, if, uh, if Ed Rendell was gay, he would be a bear. There you go. Yeah. He's an absolute. <laughs> kind yeah. of big and maybe yeah. hairy. And, no, I'm not even gay and I do him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, All right, it's sports this morning. <laughs> Ball sacks are yummy. the first time in franchise history, the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley wow. Cup yes. champions. Oh, yes. 
Blues goalie Jordan, wow. Jordan Bington stopped 32 shots, and Conn Smythe, the trophy winner, Rylan O'Reilly, Ryan O'Reilly, scored for the fourth straight game to lead the Blues to a 4-1 win over Boston in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals and their first NHL championship. O'Reilly added an assist. Alex uh, Petrangelo at, uh, had a score and an assist, and former flyer Braden Shen and Zach Sanford also scored for St. Louis, who had the worst record in the league in early January, but won 30 of their final 49 regular season games. Bennington is going to be the most celebrated human being in St. Louis for decades. This kid came along yeah. most uh, part of the way through the season and just turned it around. And it's, Bernie Perron was right. He called it. He we did? had Bernie on last that, week. I was thinking about it last him. night because he said, he said, at this Bennington, he, he thrives on the road. He's like, he's going to turn it on when they're away. And boy, did he. And oh, my God, he stopped so many shots. Uh, it was amazing. Yes. Head coach Craig Berube, who, oh, oh my God, I cannot talk. You're, you're getting so emotional. Right. You, need, took, you need to know what this means to Gabby. Who took over when Mike Yo was fired in November, became the fourth coach in the past 11 years, hired in midseason to lead the team to an NHL title. Merrill Kelly tossed three hit ball over seven and two thirds innings, and the Arizona Diamondbacks beat yeah. the Phillies 2 nothing last night. So much for the We Are the Champions. Yeah. Yes, get rid of that. <laughs> Kelly struck out five before departing when uh, Bryce Harper entered the game as a pinch hitter. Andrew Chafin retired Harper on two pitches, and Greg Holland finished the three-hitter, earning his 10th save in 11 tries. The Bills are off today before opening up a weekend series in Atlanta against the Braves tomorrow night. And the NBA Finals continue tonight with Game 6 in Oakland. The Toronto Raptors hold a three games to two lead over the defending champs, the Golden State Warriors. Tip-off is at 9 o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Nick's showing me a video of them uh, fans at the center because in, in St. Louis uh, that were watching, and there's a person front and center that's wearing the exact same shirt that Nick is wearing, which is actually a Philadelphia shirt, a yeah. shirt that was made yeah. here in Philly at Jack's, and they kept uh, going to, I saw in the news this morning, video footage at Jack's in South Philadelphia. I, me, being from St. Louis, just absolutely loves this Philadelphia connection, man. <laughs> it's it perfect. so cool. Because, you, it, because oh. then it, it, it makes it more valid. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have, you have your valid or point of origin, but in your adopted city and your adopted teams, yeah. um, it, there's a synergy here that's awesome. Yeah. I had, I had posted a picture of me. I'm wearing my jersey this morning. I posted it when the, uh, last week during the... Uh, uh, the the the, uh, the the championship uh, it was game five I think okay and uh, uh, only one person gave me a hard time about it. <laughs> everybody else was cool about they it understand yeah and I yeah loved it. so very very cool very happy today all right we are on board once again for a live program today friends we have several things that are going on we have a good friend stopping by. Todd Glass is going to be yeah. here. Todd Glass is going to get here in the 8 o'clock hour. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, so we'll see what, <laughs> what Todd we get today. Whatever Todd you get is always good, Todd. It's always, absolutely. Uh, we're also going to talk to Mindy Calling uh, later on today because Late Night is in theaters on Friday, and she's promoting it, so we are going to talk She wrote it. Yeah. Uh, she's awesome, man. you got to love her. And uh, stopping by today, we will have some giveaways. Rita's Water Ice is coming in. Rita's Water Ice of uh, Huntington Valley is coming in. So we'll see what their reason is for stopping. They always have a special reason for stopping in. So we'll see what that is a little bit later on. Uh, and I'm looking. I see some prize sheets. I'll take a, a, a gander at all that stuff in a little bit and tell you what we have as far as giveaways go. So let's take a break at this very moment. Come back in a second. We'll do the entertainment report and a stupid question when we get back and uh, give you something. Stay there. We'll be back in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet 
connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to give away a stupid question prize, pair of tickets to Mopar Express Lane, NHRA Nationals, which is coming up September 12th through the 15th, Maple Grove Raceway. Question I have for you this morning is, what is the name for a person who studies mushrooms? Uh-huh. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. What is the name for a person who studies mushrooms? And don't call and say mushroom studier. <laughs> would that a, not be correct? That would not be right. correct. So, in fact, it's an ologist of sorts. So, oh, all right, that's uh, that's what I'm looking for. Call now if you know the answer. Lot of birthdays. If if your birthday is today, Thursday, June 13th, you have a whole lot of people celebrating birthdays. I wish we would have been here yesterday to see who you celebrated birthdays with, Steve. The it good was your, people. It was your birthday yesterday. Oh, thank you. Yes, I don't it was. To miss out on. We have something very special coming up in a little I while. understand. Yeah, I, I um, see something here in the uh, studio. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for this. <laughs> but we're going to reveal it. it. We're going to re- gorilla. We're going to reveal this in the next segment. But birthdays today include Rivers Cuomo from uh, Weezer. He is celebrating his 49th birthday. I have a <laughs> lot of celebrities celebrating birthdays today. Okay, so we're gonna just going to. Uh, I'm right, a huge Weezer. Fan. If you want to play a little Weezer, that's fine. Uh, okay. Yeah, a something, little bit of something that jumps right into it. There you go. All right, happy birthday. <laughs> that's it. Now move along. Uh, then we have Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, they're big fans of Weezer. Weezer fans. Uh, they are 33 years Ooh, old. And they look like they're 50. Yeah, and fortunately, they look like they're 50. They're so smoked out. Yeah, and they're, they're, the one is dating someone who looks like he's 80. Yeah. They were mere children when we started this program and uh, now 33 years old. Billionaires. And, and biz- billionaires and a l- very bizarre. Yeah, yeah. They live a very strange life. Almost uh, a hermit. Uh, one of the most wonderful male specimens in the world, Chris Evans, Captain uh, America. Celebrates his birthday today. Uh, he is 38 years old. I can't ever imagine anyone else ever playing that role other than him. And the odds were against him getting it because he was already within the Marvel Universe. And then they thought, well, and honestly, yeah. think about that. Who else but Chris Evans? Well, was yeah. he already in the Marvel? He was. He was in the Fantastic Four series within okay. Marvel. And, and, and so that was actually one of the things that was a, um, a block initially. And then they said... <laughs> This guy can do it. They just released the trailer for the new Avengers video game. Steve, you had sent it to us, and yeah. I saw a really funny meme. It was a throwback to Spaceballs. It goes, you, you captured all of their stunt doubles, you idiot. <laughs> I still get, Jace will give me a hard time. Like if I like that question that I asked you, right. even if it was like a valid question, he's like, oh, and, and then he'll answer uh, it. And I'm uh, like, well, uh, I, I don't know. And he's like, how do you not know at this point? Where does he get that <laughs> sense of frustration from? <laughs> Serious. Oh, and the, the mm-hmm. oh, is 100%. He said to me the other day, he goes, he goes, I know when you're mad because you do this. <sighs> Actually, another thing about it, I do that too. So yeah, you guys have telltale signs. Uh, We're Chris, aware. Chris, <laughs> Chris Evans is 38 you years old today. You also growl, Steve. I do. <laughs> 
Uh-oh, Steve's growling. <laughs> what the hell am I? Am I even human? I'm writing this down. Tell, we, we, I bet we all have telltale sounds, and I want to go through that. All right. Sometime I jotted that down. All right, so Chris Evans is 38. Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, actor. Why are we playing? Because he's a big not? Weezer fan. It's a Weezer okay. birthday today, Preston. Uh So <laughs> I will freely admit, so he played Quicksilver in Age of Ultron, so another Marvel yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what other character he played? I had no idea it was the same person. Another another superhero. Oh, oh he? This guy? Yeah. <sighs> Aaron Taylor Johnson. I feel like I knew this. I'm such an idiot. I, if I were to see a picture of him, is, is he played Quicksilver. Yeah. Who else did he play? He was kick-ass. Oh. That's the same no. Yes, yes, I did know guy. that. I had to see. Yes. Same guy. You didn't know I that? Had no idea. He no. is also the lead, the male lead outside of Brian Cranston in Godzilla Preston. Uh, he's okay. a military guy. I haven't seen that yet. He's, he got in really good shape for Kick-Ass 2. Yeah, you saw Godzilla, you just fell asleep in the theater. The, the last oh, Godzilla. Oh, the first that Godzilla? Quiet little independent yeah. film? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did fall asleep in that. So he's 29 today. Uh, Cody Smith uh, McPhee. Uh, he is... <laughs> He is also a uh, in the Marvel universe. Okay. Uh, in, in the X Men side, he played Nightcrawler in uh, X Men Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, which was just recently out. He was good. Twenty three today. Uh, it's Steve O's birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> Steve O is uh, forty five years old. I'm today. so glad he's he's doing better. Yeah. Oh my god! Not only is he doing better, he's doing really well, yeah. and he's an advocate for uh, animal rights, and he's completely vegan. And um, he runs an orphanage. Yeah, it's I mean, unbelievable. There was, there was that documentary. He, it was all like personal footage. That was like it's terrible. Of like, because he was addicted to whippets. Like, that's crazy. He was on the edge of death. Yeah, and and I, if you remember, it was Bam mm-hmm. and all his buddies that went to visit him and and did sort of a. Uh, you know, a call to action for him, and uh, it, it worked. But yeah. um, now, now you have Bam in this situation. Uh, Steve O is forty-five today. Cat Dennings from the area, love her. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Forty-year-old virgin is where we first saw her. She told us she listened. She's to... in the Marvel universe too. Oh my God! I'm sorry to jump in. Thor, Steve. Thor. Yeah, she's in the Thor movies. Remember, she told us she uh, she used to listen to us at uh, Y100. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's uh, thirty-three today. Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, my uh, God. In Stop the Marvel it. Universe. Yes. By the way, correct. he's also in Chernobyl. Uh, that is correct, yeah. yeah. But he was in uh, the Thor films and the Avengers. And, of course, uh, played Gerald Lambeau in Goodwill Hunting. Uh, he's 68 today. Malcolm McDowell. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. He played Magneto. No, he didn't. All right. Uh, I, was I was hoping that maybe he might have been in the Marvel Universe. But Malcolm I, McDowell is in uh, Clockwork Orange, one of the greatest uh, movies, one of a Kubrick masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Right, so he's not in the Marvel Universe at all, right? He is not. However, he's in the Star Trek Universe. He's in uh, Generations. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's uh, seventy-six years old today. Ali Sheedy, of I love her. Had a had a crush on her for quite a while. She's uh, the uh, the girl next door. War Games, and I love her in uh, the Breakfast Club, and of course. Short circuit, you know? sure, uh, of, yes. Yes, Los Locos kick your ass. Uh, Fifty-seven today. Tim Allen, Tim <laughs> Allen from Home Improvement. Uh, Sixty-six years old today. Uh, I thought that was Smashing Pumpkins. What song was that? No, that's Beverly Hills, bro. Oh my god, bro. Thanks, Real Speed. Toy Story Four uh, this weekend. Yes. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. I that's um. I, I hope. How can it get any better than Toy Story Three? You know and there's what I mean? so much hype with it that, like, I just don't want to be disappointed. Everyone, I think it'll be great. 
everyone's sort of on the fence, or not on the fence, but, uh, you know, nail-biting on what they're going to do with this. But I've seen little snippets that are even in little, little tidbits are emotional. Yeah. Because not only that... The whole idea of this Sporky character, this uh, this character that is a toy built by a kid, I can completely commiserate with that. I used to build my own toys. Yeah. And I think it's going to be great. I don't think they make this movie if it's not up to snuff. Yep. Yep. So, uh, Tim Weezer Allen. Uh, did all the music for it. Oh, did they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Tim Allen is uh, 66 today. And then the last birthday, <laughs> Richard Thomas, who played John Boy on The Waltons. Yeah. And uh, Richard Thomas is celebrating his uh, 68th birthday today. Were so. you a Waltons fan? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it's one of family. It was one of the only TV family. shows on back in the day, and it was insanely popular, and yeah, it was a great show. Good night, John Boy. And Good night, Gary. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> yeah, John Boy, hey, I love being in the family that says goodnight. What would John Boy's... Now, John Boy was a nickname, but he would yeah. have a nickname on top of that nickname if Gary were to come up with him. Uh-huh. You know, John Boy Tin Can. Yeah. You know, yeah. John so, Boy... Uh, what is it? He had a mole on his face, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mole boy? Mole boy. So, uh, mole money. He is uh, John Boy <laughs> mole, mole Money Walton. <laughs> John Boy Mole Money Walton. Hey, <laughs> by the way, Gary, we haven't heard from you in a while. Can you let yes, us know can that we you're do okay? a wellness, Can we yeah. do a wellness check <laughs> on Gary Lauer, a please? wellness check. Okay, yeah. All right, let what us know. What if he's gone through sort of a uh, Flowers for Algernon kind of transformation <laughs> and went into some sort of NASA program to increase <laughs> your intellect? <laughs> Yes, hi guys. This is uh, Gary <laughs> GL Lauer. Steve, what was, what was the movie with Steve McQueen? Or when, wait, was that Steve McQueen? Was it Charlie? Charlie, Cl- yeah, Cliff yeah. Robertson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It gets the big based on Flowers for Algernon. It's that big. Oh, it was based on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Richard Thomas, <laughs> sixty-eight years old today. We hope you're doing well, Gary. <laughs> All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question, and it is: What's the name for a person who studies? Mushrooms two one five two six three WMMR. Besides Casey in his college days, I will go to Kelly. Hey Kelly, good morning. <laughs> Kelly, yes, yeah. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. What is the name for a person who studies mushrooms? It's a mycologist. Yeah, mycologist. Don't they study lady parts? That's a gynecologist. Oh. But I bet there's loads of mycologists in Cannon uh, Square. Where it's the mushroom capital of the world. It is. Uh, so hang, hang on, Kel. We're going to get your information. We are going to set you up with a pair of tickets to the Mopar Express Lane NHRA Nationals. Uh, September 12th through the 15th, Maple Grove Raceway. And grand prize winner and one guest will get special access to the sponsor viewing area and Nitro Burnout Zone. And you can visit maplegroveraceway.com for tickets and information. All right. So we had all those birthdays. We killed all that time. And now here I have a handful of minutes to tell you about what's going on in the world of entertainment. But I will do my best. We'll begin with Khloe Kardashian. She's responding to reports that she got together with Tristan Thompson when he was still with Jordan Craig, the mother of Tristan's first child. Whoa! The underlying message of all the rumors and reports, of course, is that Chloe got what she deserved when Tristan turned around and cheated on her. So she wrote on her Instagram story on Tuesday night, I'm disappointed that I even feel the need to post this, but I need to say my truth. As my claws hit the keyboard, (laughs) I'm welling up with tears at the very notion that I would cheat with someone. She says, take it as you will. My truth is... 
I met Tristan because he chose to go on a blind date with me. A mutual friend set us up. After going on some dates, Tristan told me that he had an ex that was pregnant. Obviously, I was reluctant about continuing to date or start a relationship. Now, she says the 28-year-old went out of his way to prove his singlehood. She said... He showed me physical proof, which would be correspondences between him and Jordan, and had me on calls with his lawyers to prove his point. Oh, come on. Listen, the very fact that she's entering into a relationship with an NBA star who has a pregnant girlfriend. Right, so I mean, come uh, on. Were there not enough red flags right there? His <laughs> best friends, business associates, and even his mother told me him and his ex-wife, he, he and his ex were broken up before we met. It, I pray my truth is, in fact, that. You found out what happened, though, right? It what? wasn't his mother. It was uh, it was Tyler Perry as Medea. Oh, no. yeah. My, and she, she fell, fell for, for that? Oh, you Let me tell you about my son. <laughs> So she goes on to say, I pray my truth is in fact that. Lord knows I pray now. I really don't know what to believe. And then she apologized. She said, truthfully, from the deepest parts of my soul, I am sorry. I am sorry for any pain that has been created. Either way, no woman deserves to go through anything like this. Shut the f*** Jesus. She she had she's had countless issues. She she simply must date basketball players, even with their profound history of philandering. And so this is what happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're you cannot act like it was a shock. Yep. Stop it! Uh, Cooper Gooding Jr. will turn himself into the NYPD today and will be arrested for allegedly groping a woman, he tells TMZ. He insists that he did nothing wrong and that uh, there should be video to prove his innocence. Huh. Uh, Gooding was en route from L.A. to New York City when he spoke with TMZ. A woman is accusing uh, that he groped her breasts at the Magic Hour rooftop bar and lounge in Manhattan. He claims that he was there partying, but did nothing untoward. At this point, Preston, would it behoove most celebrities to wear body cams? Maybe. Right? Yeah. Uh, and in fact, I have a, I'm going to follow up this with with an example of, of how a celebrity needs to act. Right. Uh, sources tell TMZ that Gooding Jr. will surrender at uh, the Manhattan Special Victims Unit alongside his lawyers, Peter Tom Beekus. And Mark Heller, the beaker, uh, he's expecting to be fingerprinted and have a mugshot taken, uh, but he trusts the system and the evidence, he tells TMZ. Now, usually social media users are chatting about unwanted touching in Hollywood, but leave it to Keanu Reeves to flip that notion on its head and make it go viral. Apparently, he has mastered the art of posing with women without groping them. A tweet showing Reeves. Posing with multiple women shows his arm behind the women and his hand in neutral territory, often hovering in space. Uh, the tweet was captioned, LOL, Keanu ain't taking no chances. <laughs> this became a thing. So I guess just him not being anywhere, to, to not touching anyone, and uh, you can understand. I'm very conscientious. Well, like we take pictures with people here, I, I put my arm around in a very light manner in neutral territory. But I see some guys, and they'll do that thing. I forget who was, was it at the Aretha Franklin funeral? They had a pastor. Remember, he had he had a high up grab on Ariana Grande. Yeah. It was like just below knocker territory. Mm-hmm. And I see guys do that. And it's yeah, I, I do, inappropriate. I do the show. Now, I'm tall enough, so I, yeah. do, the, I do the shoulder. Shoulder touch. works all the time. That's it, yes. Yeah. Sitting on the face uh, is unobtrusive. Yes, it can be. Yes. I mean, with the right person. Smile. And yeah. okay. May, do you mind if I sit on your face? Yeah. I, what I like to do is the full Nelson. Yeah, man. Yep. Come up behind. That really makes yeah. them feel comfortable. Yep. <laughs> and women like it because it sort of accentuates yeah, the bosom. Right, exactly. 
Another used uh, another user retweeted in uh, it in appreciation and dubbed Reeves a respectful king. He is a respectful king, whatever that means. He's yeah. in uh, Toy Story Four. He plays a character called Duke Kaboom. <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah. Is he the evil Knievel guy? I think he might be. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a stunt man. But I'll tell you what, he um, gotta be. There's footage of him doing his lines, Nick. Yeah, and it's hilarious to see him. You know, he's like <laughs> bouncing up and down in classic Keanu form. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Williams has moved on from her estranged husband, Kevin Hunter, with a man who has been identified as a 27-year-old convicted felon. And I love him! Oh, my God. Uh, He makes me feel fabulous. The 54-year-old was uh, first spotted. I want you to know that sometimes when you get older, it's hard to find someone to connect to. And if I find someone who's a little younger and makes me feel like a woman, get off my back! I love your Wendy Williams. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's footage of her at uh, TMZ of her sitting in the front. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. I know. I can't stand her. Here's the deal. Whatever she's doing right now is, if it's on purpose, is genius because we're talking about her. and like She wasn't she was, doing bad before, though. Yeah, but she wasn't on our radar. She passed out that one time. She passed. I was dressed as the Statue of Liberty, and I felt like a fool. Are you saying that all this stuff is made up? Uh, no, it's not made up. I'm just she is has uh, brought herself to the forefront of the the national celebrity media. She's right, yeah. the UN is talking about her. I'll tell you this: <laughs> uh, she did say something though that was interesting that I had not heard of before. They were talking about because she she looks like a, a an Amazon. She had implants, but she had implants put in in a way that um, uh, guarantees perkiness. And I guess it's under the muscle. Have you ever heard about oh, this? What, there's like a specific yes, way to a do the implant. specific technique. And, and the, I was reading about it. And it was all these different, uh, uh, even though it was even on Drudge picked up on it. So is it extra perky? Like not like a normal breast implant? If you if you see the picture of her uh, that we just had up on the screen. The yeah, on her it, chin? It's, it's apparently supposed to keep them extra buoyant. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Have you ever heard of that? I, Under I, the muscle? I always thought that they all look perky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not some like of them that. Do not. Some, mm-hmm. some look extra yeah. perky, but I didn't know there was a special technique. Uh, well, fi- you need to look closer. The 54-year-old was Sorry. first spotted with Mark Tomlin this week in L.A. Their mutual friend Black China reportedly made the introduction. Uh, he has since joined her back in New York City. Page Six claims that uh, he was convicted of robbery with a dangerous weapon in 2013 <laughs> in North Carolina. Seems he like was a good also, prospect. Also convicted of felony breaking and entering uh, later on that same year. Uh, when asked about dating a felon, Williams <laughs> told TMZ... I am a 54-year-old grown-ass woman. I know what I'm doing. Uh, and, of course, she split from a husband of uh, 20 years following reports of serial cheating and abuse. Well, not even uh, more than just serial cheating. He fathered a child with his mistress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, Actress Amira Savino is opening up about her date rape uh, during a press conference at Governor Andrew Cu- with uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo. Uh, she broke down in tears saying, I am a survivor of date rape. I have never said that in public because it is impossible to share those kinds of things. Uh, Cuomo uh, applauded her, saying that uh, I've been in this room many times. And I don't think I've ever heard a more intelligent, powerful, persuasive point than you just made. And God bless you for being so brave and courageous. Did not know that about her. No, I, man, and, I, and I don't know the details of uh, she was also a, when uh, that happened in her life or anything along those lines. A Weinstein victim as well. Yeah. Uh, Kim Kardashian has revealed that she's traded in her favorite fur pieces for faux ones. Mm. She dropped the bombshell by sharing a shot of her daughter North modeling one of the looks. She said, remember when I wore this? 
and uh, she picked uh, she picked out the same look. LOL. But fun fact: I took all my fave furs and remade them in faux fur. Now they're all fox. Uh, fox fur. <laughs> fox is a wonderful animal. <laughs> Uh, she thinks it's an animal, F-A-U-X. PETA, who has uh, criticized Kim for her fur-wearing ways, <laughs> wrote, Love it. Thank you for making compassionate changes that save animals and showing the world that fur, fur-free styles are the future. We must stop the clubbing of baby foxes. Yes. <laughs> it's a disgrace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do they she, still do that, throwing the paint on people occasionally? I've uh, heard it in a while. Yeah, I haven't used seen to be all the rage. stories of that. Now they milkshake them. What do you mean? They throw milkshakes. That's oh, the they, oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously? No. Really? Oh, yeah. Why a milkshake? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's your choice. Is it a dairy-free milkshake or is it an actual no, like cow milkshake? They I throw don't... it mostly on politicians, the, the milkshakes now. That's the thing to do. Okay. Uh, of the popular items to throw at people that you don't like right now, milkshakes are ahead of paint. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do a little research. But milkshakes are delightful. They I are. think they're delicious. Yo, I don't dude, drink paint. Arby's has like an orange creamsicle <laughs> milkshake. Have you guys seen this? I almost got it the other day. I'm like, ah, I don't need it. I'm Here's a, yeah, here you go. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> it's really hard. I don't need it. <laughs> so hard, Preston. And Wawa's now uh, offering uh, two for $2 Tasty Claire pies. I'm like, I can't buy two Tasty I'll eat them. I want buy you to... two, t- t- uh, two Tasty Claire <laughs> pies. <laughs> I want you to do a, a separate little segment about <laughs> really like 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 value shopping, you yeah. know. For sweets, right? Yeah. Just, just four sweets. cow tail, tails for twenty five cents. Where? And, <laughs> and how difficult it is to to uh, resist. Hey, resist. I do it. Resist we much, Preston. Yeah. I resist we much. Al Sharpton told us. Uh, Mindy Calling, who's going to be on our show this morning, is not going to discuss her daughter Catherine's paternity. Uh, the 39-year-old welcomed her in December of 2017. She tells New York Times Magazine, My feeling is that until I speak to my daughter about that, I'm not going to speak to uh, anyone else about it. She said, I think uh, people are often surprised that for someone who seems as open as I am on social media and who writes things that seem drawn from my life, uh, that I find that stuff uh, really private. So she is not going to be talking about it. Do you know it. they're saying it That's more than likely is? Mitt Romney. Mitt yeah, yeah. freaking Romney. Wow. Like how? That does not, no connection. Yep. Uh, let's see. Do we have time for one more? What do we want to end with? How about, yeah, how about this one? Paramount Animation President Marielle Soria mm-hmm. announced the development of a Spice Girls movie <laughs> with an eye on opening it in 2020. Mm. All five members of the iconic girl group, Melanie Brown, Emma Bunton, Melanie Chisholm, Jerry Holloway, and Victoria Beckham have signed on. It will be animated. Oh, man, no. And will include Spice Girls classics and new songs. Count me out. I saw the original Spice World in the theater with my niece. You don't have a niece. I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Niece-in-law. Okay. And uh, and uh, she she had a great time. And uh, all the other parents were looking at me as if I was a child molester. But uh, no, it was. Uh, it's a fun movie, actually. The first you, you liked it, right? I Spice actually World? thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, the Hollywood Reporter says that uh, the Spice Girls have an idea uh, that we've been developing, and they are very involved. Or Soria tells the Hollywood Reporter that. So it might happen. We'll see if that happens. All right, uh, clips. I guess we're going to do those, right? So Abby's, not Arby's. Features an ex-Marine sergeant who decides to open a bar in her backyard that's open to the 
to an eclectic set of regulars. In this clip, Natalie Morales discusses her appreciation for how the characters are developed. And here is the clip. I think that what Mike Shear does really well, and it's a common thread throughout all of his shows, and it's something I'm a big fan of, is all of the characters have such specificity to their wants and needs and thoughts and emotions that they feel like your friends. They feel like real people. thing sucks! Uh, the season one finale of Abby's is night. That's at nine thirty on NBC. Make sure you watch it because that'll be the last time it ever airs on television. <laughs> yeah. It's been canceled. Ne- next clip. It has been canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. AP Bio follows a Harvard scholar who hates his job as a high school teacher in Toledo, Ohio. And here, our buddy Glenn Howerton declares how important the show is to him. This is going to sound corny, but the truth is, I, as a human being, I care less about myself and my own career as I do about the show. That's that's my baby. That's my creation. And I want to do right by the show, regardless of whether I want to come back. Damn! Make sure you watch that tonight, because that's the last time it's ever going to Oh, really? <laughs> it's been canceled as oh, well. Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the season two finale of AP Bio airs tonight, 8.30, and that is on NBC, so the shows are going bye-bye. Yeah, you know what? There has been, like, a social media <clears throat> push to, quote, uh, save AP Bio, right? I like it. I yeah. actually do like it. He's playing He's playing his same character from It's uh, Always Sunny. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, but it's still funny. All right. Well, there you go. That's what I got in the entertainment report for you. Uh, we have, joining us on the program this morning, Todd Glass. He's going to be in the studio, and will be here uh, to promote his gigs at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, which is tonight, tomorrow, on Saturday. And Mindy Calling, as I said earlier, will be on the show as well. I have a chance for you to win tickets to uh, the Celtic Fling and Highland Games. Yeah! Which is the, excuse me, 21st through the 23rd of this month, and it's on the grounds of the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. I love the Ren Fair. Caller 15 at 215-263-WMMR. We're going to set you up. Enjoy nonstop Celtic music. Delicious foods and craft beverages. PARMFair.com for advanced tickets and information. So give us a call right now, and we'll set you up with that. When we come back, we're going to we're, we're going to address this gigantic covered <laughs> item that we have here in the studio. This thing is freaking enormous. And it's for you. It's for me. It's I had Steve's, no idea this was happening. Yesterday was Steve's birthday. <laughs> it was a milestone birthday. We'll get the, the details of what we have in uh, just a moment. Yes. And uh, because this is way visual, everything's going to be on uh, Facebook Live as well. Ah, uh, yes. Nice. So please jump on to the President Steve Facebook page because we're going to reveal this. And I think... Uh, I know you're going to dig it. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us this morning. Hey, gang. We need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painter Treasure Ceramics, plus Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins, and Noel Gallagher on August 8th. Or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. From the American Red Cross Penn Jersey Blood Services region. And 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. This has been an insane week that is not over yet. And just to recap a couple of things, there's been show things, there's been personal things, there's been a lot going on. Uh, and and from from my own life, you know, my, my son graduated from high school on Monday. 
We were nominated to be in the Radio Hall of Fame. Yep. We received a national award from the National Association of Broadcasters. That's why we weren't here yesterday. We were in Washington, D.C. for that. Yesterday was my wife and I's 20th anniversary. Aww. Um, We hopefully will be having... Uh, the largest blood drive in the United States on Saturday. The St. Louis Blues won the Stanley <laughs> Cup championship last yeah, night. Yeah. This is, you know, so this that's from my world, but but that happened. And we uh, since we were gone yesterday because of this trip to D.C., we kind of skimmed over a little thing. And I hope you don't mind me saying the number here, no, Steve. Uh, I turned sixty yesterday. Yesterday yeah. was Steve Morrison's Aww. 60th yeah. birthday. Any milestone birthday. Any birthday I can celebrate where I'm not dead yeah. is, a, is a big one. It's years worth ago, celebrating. After getting cancer years ago, I'm like, oh, everyone is a blessing. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, Steve, we didn't forget about your birthday. Well, that's awesome. And, in fact, we have, uh, well, we've got the elephant in the room. It's quite literally the size yep. of an <laughs> elephant. Uh, no, actually a flat elephant, but it's very, very big, and we have this object that is uh, covered underneath some, uh, like, you know, industrial blankets. Yeah, burlap uh, sort of, yeah, they're like moving uh, blankets. Yeah, if you were to move stuff, you would cover these, uh, uh, cover the, the items with these. So it, anyhow. It's about, uh, so against the one wall of the of the studio, it's about three quarters of the length. Yeah, it's about 12 feet long. Yeah, 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 like. yeah, That so. was not uh, supposed to be its original destination when it got in studio. We were going to have it over on the right-hand side of the studio, and uh, it took up too much space because we have guest microphones over there, and our guests would not be able to make it to their microphones, so we had to move it to this side of the studio. That's how big it is. So I have even been in the dark about this until this morning. I got a chance to see, and I heard rumors that something like this might happen. I had no idea that sure. these guys here, the rest of the morning show, were going to go through with this. And sure enough, they did. And so this uh, object is in our studio. We are on Facebook Live now. This is going to be very, very visual. So if you want to, if you have a moment to uh, to pop on uh, to our Facebook page, and uh, check the live video. You'll be able to see the reveal for this uh, for Steve as well. So I originally thought it was a gorilla because, <laughs> I, you know, I do love gorillas. Obviously, now I've dismissed with that because it's too big yeah. and uh, dead if it is. So wait, real quick. I Are we going to turn off the lights and turn it on and all that at Not first? Yet. Or, okay. Not yet. Uh, yeah. uh, how do you want to do this? What do, you, what, do you, what do you guys think? How should we do this? Well, I, I think we have do, you want, do you want me to, want me to turn around and face away? Yes. Oh, yeah, good, good idea. idea. Yeah. Close your eyes because I don't want right. you to see the reflection of the glass either. So do you want to blind me? We're going to uncover. Yeah. No, just close your eyes. <laughs> we're going to uncover this object because I haven't seen it in its full glory either. Right. Is it a glory hole? Oh, my goodness. Hang on, Steve. Don't turn around. Oh, my God. That is absolutely amazing. Steve Morrison. Yes. Turn around and keep your eyes closed. All right. And when I say open, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm being gonna, very submissive. I'm gonna. I'm gonna reveal what it is, and then you can open your eyes. Okay. So Steve Morrison, <laughs> before you in the studio, is your very own Batmobile bed. Take a look. <laughs> Holy cow! That is awesome, ladies and gentlemen. Like you would see a child Jesus. have a race car bed oh only made for the size of a full-grown 60-year-old man. man. Uh, and, and this is the classic Batman it is television classic. show, Batmobile. It's it's magnificent. Who made it? Well, his name is Mark Campbell, and he's here in our studio. Mark, man, that is awesome. Thank Mark you. 
custom. We didn't order this. Mark custom made this for you, Steve. Steve, wow. and the mattress, that's a sleep number bed. Is it? Yeah. It is a sleep number bed. Is it my sleep number bed? Style no, no, that is a brand it's new brand sleep new. number bed. But it, is, it is, is your style, and Mark can explain okay. all of that. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, Mark. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> do you, what, what, do you, what is your line of work, by the way? I'm a woodworker. You are a woodworker. Yeah, okay, I make so, uh, furniture, cabinets. Okay, uh, so uh, that kind of stuff. Let, let me ask you, where, where did this, this whole idea start uh, when, when you first, because uh, you would apparently text Dan or got a hold of Nick or something along those lines. Yeah, it was in, it was in early March. I want to say it was like March 9th. Look and you guys were ta- yeah. talking about That's Steve's. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. You talk about Steve's bedroom at home and all the little figurines and what have you. And one of you had said, it sounds like a kid's room. Yeah. You really should have a Batmobile bed. And I was working in my shop and I heard this. I said, oh, I'm going to text in. Figured I have no free time to do this. I'm an idiot. So <laughs> I immediately text in and figured, there's, there's no way I'm going to land this thing. A couple minutes later, text pops back and says, it's Nick. Email me here. I'm going, oh, hell. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done to myself? So we end up going... Uh, emailing back and forth for a few days. Well, so, the, I mean, this was March, and, and Mark and I started the conversation and realized that um, Steve had a milestone birthday this year, that maybe we could have some fun with this, and and I thought maybe this would be a cool birthday present for you, and then it started to come together, Steve, that you actually weren't going to be in the studio on your birthday because of the award that you were guys you guys were given right, yesterday. Right, right. So Mark and I, uh, for a few months, have been working on this idea, and... and um, <laughs> Mark is just an incredible word worker and, and an amazing artist. Really, I mean, this is a piece of this is a piece of art. What he it put is. together, it's amazing. And it's so, astonishing. Mark basically sequestered himself into his wood shop, made this bed, and Steve, you haven't seen all of the accoutrement oh, yeah. yet because yeah. this this is just this is just the bed. Now, we, how did you get the dimensions of my room? Uh, well. We we measured the dimensions of the studio. Here here's what. Just to skip ahead a second. That's where uh, I'm interested in. What we've decided is uh, we, we we wanted to get it here. What happens after today? Yeah, we haven't figured we that part that. out yet. Okay, all right. But we we what we wanted to do was get it here, make sure that it was set up uh, when you got back in from being off yesterday for being out of the studio on your birthday and to have the reveal this morning. It and is sensational. It really is. And it's when amazing. Nick says set up, he means assembled. Right. Yeah. So, here, like I mean. We he was putting together, putting it together yesterday, and I was like, Jeez. "Oh my god!" So Mark, Mark, and I have been going back and forth for a few months, and, it's and hilarious. you finished it essentially a few weeks ago, right? About a month ago. Yeah. yeah, and and so yesterday, Mark showed up in a box truck, in his box truck, with all of the pieces out outside. He brought he and Connor and I brought these pieces up, the, and and Mark then assembled it in the studio. And uh, it weighs about 5,000 pounds. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? It's not going anywhere anytime soon. But, Steve, I don't know if you can tell or not, it's not just a bed. It's also plugged into the wall. Yeah, I see there's an outlet, and I see some things that that we haven't had a chance. So they're turning off the light. You want to see why? Hang on. I'm going to turn this. All right. Let me turn the big sun gun light off. It's completely dark in here. Uh, So Nick is headed over to the bed, and I I think he's going to find a switch. Uh, to turn some stuff on. The headlights come on. The head it has lit up LED headlights. That is awesome. And I know that there's something else that shines on. Look at the ceiling. Look at the ceiling. It's a. It's the it's the uh, the bat signal wow. that actually shines up onto the ceiling with the, the and it's got P and S in the bat. The Batman logo that as well. Sensational. That lights, is incredible. There's lights in the back as I'm well. Gonna, like, I'm going to take a look. Yeah, you can't really see it from where we are. But There's also a an electrical outlet. 
Yeah. Uh, so you can plug in and charge your phone and do stuff like that. Yeah, not only an electrical outlet. Yeah, uh, Mark, when, when Steve wants to go to bed on this thing at night, he can charge his phone overnight. Yeah, it has an electrical outlet and a USB charger port. Oh, my That is God. freaking amazing. There, that, that, uh, there's a flame in the back, too. Yes, that's the rocket boost. That's sensational. The, tur- the uh, yes, turbines to speed. That is incredibly impressive. I'm, I'm very touched. Thank you so oh, much, Mark. That glad is you amazing. Like Mark, how long did that take you to make? Oh, I just did it in my spare time because I was running, like, regular jobs yeah. in the meantime. Yeah. I think it took me about 100, 150 hours. Oh, Jesus. my God. Jesus. Wow. Now, some of that, too, was just the design <laughs> portion and sorting out how it was going to go together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how about the bed, the uh, the sleep number bed? Any trouble getting that in there? Uh, a little bit, yeah. But uh, they showed up in fine fashion, and they were able to make the delivery yesterday. And it is a fully functional sleep number bed. And so, Steve, it will be comforted, uh, comfortable for you the, just the way that you want it to be. Very cool. What's that the is, rumbling sound that I hear? Is that, that is the, the engine in the back. Yeah. That's the rocket booster. You're kidding. Yeah. yeah. It makes noise. Walk, walk around in the back. Take a look. <laughs> I can't, I, I'll check it out in a minute. Right, but right. I didn't know it made noise like that. Oh, that's... Fantastic. That'd be perfect for me because I sleep with a noisemaker on. Yeah, it, it, it's like a fan, like a fan. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. It's a, it's a cool Operator Junior fan that's hidden oh, in the back Oh, so it's end got little, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. little yeah, the things little, that flap little in the background. Little pieces of fabric yeah. that look like flames. Dude! It's sensational. Yeah, there's, there's orange it, ribbon that shoots out and then red LEDs. It really <sighs> is sensational. It is okay. amazing. Can you make a bed that look like looks like Neil Peart's drum kit? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk about that later. Oh, I have <laughs> other ideas I want to run by you. Really? Oh, awesome. Listen, hey, we got it. We've got to send people to you if this is what you do. And people can can people order things like this? Oh, you yeah, might be yeah. busy for the next several years if that's the case. Because I mean, once people so, see yeah. this yeah. and they get in touch and they, and they find out that you can do this, I think people are going to be lined up for miles to get stuff done. Preston, by you. this thing, and I don't even want to throw the number out there. I mean, if you were oh, to, go ahead, if you want, if, if you were to charge somebody for this. It'd be like ten thousand dollars. Oh Are my serious? god! Yeah. It's yeah. just amazing. Okay. It's I maybe mean, not beautiful. Yeah, they're not going to line up that. <laughs> yeah. so maybe they're not going to line up that quick. But. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe our super rich fans. Maybe you uh, can get the, the bat cycle. By the way, Mark, a bit smaller. Mark and I had some back and forth as to which Batmobile it should be, and yeah. we thought, Steve, that you would appreciate the nineteen sixty six. What is it? The the Barris. Yes, yes, the, the George Barris. Yeah, George uh, yeah, Barris, yeah, yeah. Custom City, and a Lincoln Futura concept car, And if I did my research you, correctly. You did correctly, yeah. yeah and and I appreciate it, Nick. That's, it's, it's, is, it's really magnificent. Is your bedroom big enough to fit this? I do not uh, know. Okay. <laughs> that I, was I, one of my main yeah, concerns. Yeah, so uh, it is, um, there are some precarious aspects to my house because it is an 1880 uh, yep. Victorian with yeah. very thin hallways. Uh, the way I have my bed situated in the room well, we'll work out the math. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll sort see. It yes, it does. Or, it comes apart into comes smaller apart. pieces, though. Yeah, to fit through smaller doors. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll work this out. Uh, how long is that, by the way? Um, Eleven foot six inches long and okay. five foot ten wide. Okay. We had to use the freight elevator yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, guys, it, it's really spectacular, and uh, you know, and, and it's funny because my room does. It is a kid's room. It really is. And I've never is, seen anything the per- like the, this. You know, the, the perfect. Uh, uh, the perfect gift, and it's just it, it's uh, it's it's uh, a very emotional thing. Thank you so much; it means a lot to me. I told you guys earlier that Jace gets mad at me when I ask questions about superheroes and things like that. So we were at Target yesterday, and we wanted to get a little um, Batman stuffed animal to put on the bed. So um, I'm searching, and I can't find anything. And I go, "Oh, here it is!" And I go, "Jace, is this Batman?" He goes, 
No, it's Black Panther. And I was like, oh, my God. oh all right. And then we yeah. found the then we found the one that's on the bed. So I was um, able to get something. Did you guys ask Claire? Oh, that's for, awesome. Did you ask Claire for permission or? Uh... No, we're doing that right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I asked Nick to reach out to Claire a couple of times. Uh-huh. Um, whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's awesome. Man. Well, we um, on, uh, quite honestly, we didn't know what was was going to happen to it after we got it here, and and so we wanted to deliver it, see what we could do with it, and then just this alone is, yeah. is amazing. And the fact that you guys put the effort into this, and thank you so much uh, of for your work. Man. Of it's just beautiful craftsmanship. The okay. reality is this, though, Steve. I mean, if you wanted to take this home and sleep in it every night, that's what you can do. This is your oh. thing. If you wanted to auction this thing off for the Mac Fund charity, you can do that. Like you could do whatever it is. It cannot be here in seven days, all right? So you have seven days to get this out of the freaking studio, <laughs> right, Kathy? Right, right, right. good, Casey, yeah. putting a timeline yeah. on it. By the way, we have a special <laughs> phone call. I think uh, we have someone who wants to wish you a happy birthday. <clears throat> Hi, is this uh, Batman? This is. All right, and and you wanted to... Wow, oh my That's God. That's amazing. I, I can't believe you're calling in. You wanted to uh, to say something? Steve, I just wanted to let you know that I can finish almost every one of your lines every day. And I wanted to wish you a special happy 60th birthday. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thank you Batman. so much, Batman. Uh, are you uh, are you Christian Bale, Batman, Adam West, Batman, Ben Affleck, Batman? Which one are you? Uh, I, I lean toward the Christian Bale, uh, but literally, I, I am Batman. I've called you before. All right. Well, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate all you've done for the city of Gotham, Batman. All right. Thank you, Batman. Take care. <laughs> Now he was working on that material all night. <laughs> hey, uh, um, wow! Do you want to you give? Yeah, I, your I got you. A, it's, it ain't no bed, man. But I, I got you a little gift here. Ah, uh, this is not necessary. Yes, it is. Well, yes, it thank is. you. Sixtieth birthday. I dude. am not a big. Uh, uh, I get all. Huh. Bring this wow, up. man! I got you a basket of goodies. Rochelle, help me wrap it, as you can see. Ah, uh, very nice. Close your eyes. No, I don't need. <laughs> it's yeah, full it's... of condoms, which I don't need any. No, no. It's a. Uh, Clear plastic. Oh, so very. Ah, uh, you can see what's in there. That, a lot of Batman stuff. What else? No, do there's only it? one Batman thing. Okay, the rest is non-Batman oriented. Thank you so much, man. Can I open it? Yeah, or, are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't absolutely. Have... Yeah, yeah, you do like what uh, I do. I let Claire decorate everything because otherwise it'd be a freaking disaster. There you go. He's got it. All right. What is this? <laughs> Ah, I got the four <laughs> hammer. Very nice. No, 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 no. That's a toolkit. Is it? <gasps> oh, no Oh, way. my God. That's so cool. The actual <laughs> handle, when you open it up, the handle is a hammer. Is a hammer. No way. Which my, uh, actual... my brother-in-law contractors are going to be thrilled when they Wait, hammer. where did you so get that? That is I've, very cool. I've been sitting on that for a long time. I've been waiting to get that's that away. That's awesome. I believe that's a, it was a tactical toolkit, right? Yeah, it's a tactical uh, <laughs> hammer toolkit. Uh, all right, I'll tell you what you have there, Steve. So, uh, number one, you're holding a pool float. That is the bat signal. Oh, that's you know, yes. you, know, you now have a swimming pool. Thank you. Uh, so there's that. I and love that. The certificate you were holding is the cookie of the season club. Oh! Yes, so you will receive <laughs> oh my God. special gourmet cookies every season. <laughs> Quite impressive. That's, awesome. the next year. that's so cool. And then I got you uh, a handful of T-shirts Very well, shirts. So. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, man. That's That means a lot, Preston. Thanks so much. most impressed. Yeah, I have the cookies. Thank you. <laughs>
Well, I figured cookie of the month would be too much, so I went cookie of the season. So the yeah, shirts I, I got you, Steve, I got you a couple of uh, Stanley Kubrick-oriented uh, shirts. That is kind of a collage of all his films. Oh, very nice. Uh, another one is uh, is Kubrick, but with the pattern from the Overlook Hotel uh, carpeting in his hair. Oh. Excellent. I got you a... Oh, the Catalina wine uh, the mixer. Catalina wine mixer, and uh, also that, you'll have to open that up and see what that all is. All right. So uh, they're, yeah, they're... Hmm. They're wound up. I thought you might. Well, that's that's sensational. Uh, kind of like that. Oh, one. well, there you go. It's John Wick. Yeah, yeah. It's a, oh, nice. It's a character of of his face. Oh, there you go. I thought yeah. you might like that. So. Thank you, guys. Yeah, no I mean, I I would have to say I'm completely. Uh, I had no idea any of this was happening. So I know, and I know that you hate it. Casey, you got it. I, I, I do, but yeah. I but I love it. I love it as well. So it, it means a lot. Well, uh, isn't that toolkit awesome? It is freaking awesome. I'll, I'll take a wait, picture. Wait till of I'm closer. on the work site with the other guys, with the Teamsters, and they look at me when I take out my toy tool toolkit. It's but, a real toolkit. I know, I know. It's very but cool. But it looks like uh, looks like uh, Molinier Thor's it's hammer. It's very cool. Thank you, you so open much. Up, you open up the hammer, and inside are all the tools you need. That is, I wonder why yeah. it, had, it had that extra ballast to it, that extra weight. So it's full of tools. Yeah. Steve, yep. the reason I love birthdays is because uh, it, it's not a selfish thing. It well, for me, it is. Uh, it is a way for other people, and it's a way for me to celebrate your life, and and just to celebrate the fact that sixty years ago yesterday you were born and brought into this world, and that twenty some years ago you were brought into my life, and I'm very very grateful for that. So, uh, that, so I don't care if you're embarrassed. Well, or thank you very you much. Like no, I you know this is uh, I, I want to tell you that I love you, and well, I'm glad you're here. Thank I love you. the wrapping paper. Uh, yeah, that's a frozen, frozen? wrapping paper yeah, from, from Christmas. <laughs> you sounded a little Dr. Mike-ish just now, Casey. I love, I love you. you. I love you. Sure. Well, I am, you know, I'm the I'm the worst at receiving, you know, uh, stuff like this. So, uh, but I, uh, I'm i definitely very, very... Um, Send some scissors over. Do you need scissors here? Yeah. Kathy, just be careful. Just be careful with the scissors. Can you? Um, yeah, yeah the, what, you don't want to cut what's inside there, right? I don't know yeah. what it is, but I guess you don't want to cut what's inside this. What you do? All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, Casey. What is this case? It is the Batman comic from the month and year that you were born. Wow. It was from, uh, it says April uh, 59, but it was, it? it was uh, printed, I guess, then and then released in June of it's 1959. On, it's it's oh. on parchment paper. That's how old it is. Now, that's awesome. Thank you, Case. So that comic is uh, just as old as you. Yes, I know. That's, That's really so cool. cool. It looks a lot better than I do. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, Thank I, you so I, listen, much. Listen, I framed that myself with something I got from AC Moore for $6, so you can do whatever uh, no, you want. No, I'm going to hang it up that way. No, it means a lot. Thank you, Case. Really, thank you so much. Steve, I also got you something. Um, uh, I got you two kittens. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. I thought you really should use. Wow. <laughs> you know, you should really. Yeah, yeah. you should have some. You guys no, need I, some pets around there. I did get you something. Steve and I um, share something that we can't, uh, we are not going to mention on the air. It is a secret, but I have a gift card for you. Okay. I think you know where it's to. Oh, well, thank you very much. All right. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate it, Kathy. <laughs> nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, well, by the way, we need to... Uh, Nick, you would, you would put together a page for Mark Campbell, the woodworker who created the, the, the Batmobile bed, which yeah. is here in our studio. So if you want to get in touch with Mark, uh, go to PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, you can see some before photos that Mark uh, sent me over the last few months it's of breath- him build, building it, this thing. Yeah, It's and breathtaking. We it will really add some is. photos and uh, include photos of the other gifts that we've given him, uh, given Steve today. But um, Mark's contact information is up on PrestonandSteve.com. And uh, uh, you mentioned earlier, Preston, but huge thanks to uh, Sleep Number, who provided the mattress. And uh, this will actually be a functional, comfortable bed for you to sleep in, Steve. Thank you so much. By the way, so what what other creations have you made along the lines of a Batman bed? Any any cool things? (laughs) 
Oh no, this is by far the most ridiculous thing. Oh I've yeah, ever done. yeah. 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 The, like the other stuff, stuff. The other stuff you do is pretty straight ahead. I mean, tables and uh, yeah. furniture, buffets, built-ins, cabinetry, that kind of stuff. Adirondack chairs. Oh yeah, yeah. Love Adirondack chairs to... that Casey's too cheap to buy. <laughs> Dude, they're so. Well, Dude, they're, asking... Adirondack chairs are... are insanely expensive. That's what we were talking about yesterday. That was Casey's question. He looked at him. He goes, "Why are Adirondack chairs so expensive?" Yeah, please explain to me the carpentry and all the nonsense that, go, that makes it like because. That, listen, I will say. They're very comfortable to sit in, but... Oh, mine are divine. Yeah. Right in. You have no idea. But they're uh, crazy expensive. They're usually... I remember the first time I looked at it, so it was like $450. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, mine would be about 400 bucks. I'm opening up my wow. toys if you're not sure. <laughs> but but uh, um, there, that's why people will, will actually take classes to build their own, mm-hmm. and they never come out right. So um, that's very cool. But Mark basically got to start as a general contractor and um, and found that one of his skills really was was woodworking and has honed that skill. And this is what you do full time now. I mean, this is your job. Yeah, yeah, this is it. Wow, that's amazing, man. Are so, you, uh, you you digging my uh, Thor Hammer Toolkit now? <laughs> you got your, uh, well, what do you said about coming out of the, the, team, the job site with the Teamsters? I was thinking, man, that's going to be blood in the water for those sharks. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to attack. It's that. made for home use. Come on. Um, by take... the way, so I guess so. the bed's going to be here for the next week or so. Yeah, we'll figure that out. When uh, we have guests in the studio, are people allowed to sit on it or probably it's not? It's Steve's bed. So... Uh, yes, yeah. we'll have to allow that because we have no option. I think. Is there a chance <laughs> that you could go over and lay down on that real quick? Yeah, so sure. See what it uh, see what you look like. Lay down, and, and jump the, around. With you, it's a, nicely. Is it yeah, home? it's a queen. Is it? Yeah, so it's a full queen mattress and a full queen bed. Oh, and it's, it's yeah. Adjustable? Well, Mark told me that he went to the Sleep Number store in Exton and got like literally the mattress that you have at your home. The dimensions, okay. right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Steve, so uh, behind you, you can see the outlets for plugging in your phone and charging your phone at night, and then also there's the Sleep Number. Uh, the control the remote yeah. control, yeah. Yeah, can you snuggle with Batman? <laughs> He's got his little Batman t- stuffed toy. I love it. It yeah. is awesome. Yeah, and it's comfy, right? It is, well, of course. The sleep number is freaking awesome. Nice. I love this bed, dude. But, uh, I, you know, honestly, this may be something that sleep number looks into. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. In the light? Go to sleep. Hang on a second. Here, well, well, should we put the stuff back on? Yeah, put it back on. Yeah. Oh, look at Steve. Look at him. All tuckered out. <laughs> he said, shut up. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> this is so precious. Stevie. Casey, how would your mom wake you up in the morning? Um, Wake up. Wake up, sleepyhead. Get up, get up, get out of bed. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. Oh, awesome. my God. All, All right. right, time to wake up, Steve. Start your happy day. Yay! Yay! All right, I tell you, if we can fit that mother in the room, yeah. <laughs> it's going in there. Thank you, Mark Campbell, for that amazing work. Oh, absolutely. That's Thank very, very cool. Let's very hear from you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Nice. All right, so... <sighs> Uh, re- video has been on uh, Facebook Live. We'll yep. take a bunch of, uh, of pictures and uh, and give you a really close up look at all the cool little features on this uh, on this bed, and uh, that's pretty awesome. I mean, it's sensational. I mean, you know, the, uh, the for for just something that you dabbled with, uh, you did a terrific job. It's just it's just beautiful. Yeah. Yep, that's awesome. Hey, listen, uh, I want to recap a little bit of what happened over the last couple of days. Steve and I and a bunch of uh, executives from Beasley Media uh, took a trip down to Washington, D.C., and we were there for a couple of reasons. There were uh, there the National Association of Broadcasters is one of this uh, the leading groups in our industry, and uh, they have an award ceremony every year, and it's called Service to America. 
And we, the Preston and Steve Show, and our company, Beasley, were designated for two separate awards, which was really, really cool. So we were invited to, to come down for this event, and that's where we went. Uh, we left right after the show on Tuesday, and uh, we were there to receive the Service to Community Award for uh, Large Market. And they had uh, they had essentially six awards for uh, people in broadcast. So they had the... Um, uh, radio and Television Small Market Awards, Radio and Television Media Market, and Radio and Television uh, Large Market. So we received the Radio Award for Large Market for the Camp Out for Hunger, the service to community for the years that we've been doing it. And it was it was a bigger deal than I had realized. I knew of the NAB yeah. and, and, you know, what they do for our industry, uh, but I did not know about this particular event and how big it actually was until we got down for the rehearsal for it. They had us come and rehearse our acceptance speech, which was on the, you know, like those presidential teleprompters and everything. The, uh, the what appear to be clear sheets of plexiglass. Yeah, so they're clear to us, but they're right. not clear to you guys. Right. Yep, right. You, can see the, you can see the scripts rolling by. And it was at a venue called the Anthem. Uh, in D.C., which is a concert venue on this area in D.C. I'd never been to called The Wharf. About five years old, this venue was. The Foo Fighters opened it up the premiere night when they when they first uh, dedicated it. But and, uh, it, very impressive. And this area called The Wharf is this really cool restaurant, hotel, activity area in Washington, D.C. That's not too often, not too far off. And uh, we stayed in a hotel there, and uh, our Bill Weston went with us. Joe Bell, who's the, the our group manager here, uh, came along. Our CEO was there, Caroline Beasley, yeah. and a few of the other executives. And uh, we went to accept this award. And uh, John Legend was one a recipient oh. for the work that he's done uh, in, in activism and so forth. And uh, so he was one of the main recipients of the night. He gave the last uh, speech, and he was great. Yeah, even even sang a little bit, yeah. and they had some musical trivia oh, and stuff. Cool. But it was like... It was like a it was like an Oscars award show with this sweeping boom cameras and scripts and timed music for people to come out and everything and and we got up and we accepted the award on behalf of uh, not only Beasley uh, but the entire Preston and Steve show. We made sure that you guys were all mentioned while we were there in our acceptance speech and of course we thanked uh, the people that contribute to the Camp Out for Hunger that make it the event that it is and it was just this really neat recognition of something that we've all worked really hard on for the past, you know, 21 years. It was wild. And the the, the, the thing that was, was great about it was obviously the recognition for all the work that uh, if there's anything that defines all of us, you, uh, the, the station here, uh, the, the, Rodney, the engineers, uh, Eric Simon, everybody is this event. And that was the one thing I would have loved to have had an entire room full of everybody, yeah. every man, woman and child who's been a participant in the Camp Out for Hunger. We were the sort of representation of that. And we, we kept saying that over and over again. It's it's not, you know, this isn't Preston and Steve when we do the Camp Out for Hunger. We all do the Camp Out yeah. for Hunger. And that's why. Uh, you know, we went and it was very cool to do that. But, uh, um, you know, it, actually, we were standing back there, present backstage and the video ran with Kelly Ripa. You know, the, we had Kelly Ripa do a sort of an intro. Mm-hmm. She was very kind to do that. And then and, uh, um, uh, Nick Murphy put together a video showing the uh, the camp going all the way back to, uh, you know, uh, Y100 and then all the stuff with MMR where it really hit nuclear level, where it really became something enormous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was wild to see it. Yeah, uh, I'll play a little bit of the Kelly Ripa yeah, intro. Yeah. I don't have to play the whole thing, but this is really nice of her to do this. Hi, I'm Kelly Ripa, and I am thrilled to help present the Service to Community Award for Radio Major Market to Philadelphia's WMMR. In Philly, 
Food insecurity is a major ongoing problem, and 21 years ago, Preston and Steve decided to do something about it. Each year, celebrities, volunteers, and thousands of listeners join Preston and Steve on location for their Camp Out for Hunger, now the largest single-location food drive in America, collecting millions of meals worth of food and donations for local charity Phil Abundance. The hunger crisis in Philly touches one in five people with over two million meals provided in 2018. Plus, the priceless awareness they give to this important cause. Preston and Steve... You are making a real difference in this community. And that was very cool of her to do that for us. So that that rolled before we came out, and there were uh, there's video footage of uh, of the camp out for hunger that uh, went up onto the screens, and uh, it was really neat. So we were watching some of the uh, the other ones, and they had it was like. Oh. You got Kelly Ripa. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, who's that guy? Yeah. You know, he's like a, a third-tier correspondent on, uh, you know, Access Hollywood. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. uh, so, uh, but and it was, it was a little cool. It was funny. Uh, we were there with Bill Weston. Bill Weston had sort of a... Uh, um, Oh, we sort saw. of a lounge singer tuxedo, which was kind of kind of yeah. cool. There was a split but, room here yesterday about that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I thought it looked pretty dapper. I was, I, but Casey and Kathy, not so much. I said, was, "What the f is he wearing?" It was got blue, and, blue and black paisley. Yeah, yes. uh, it was interesting, and he we, got a lot of commentary on it. And, and, and again, the, the, actually, the commentary was split down in uh, Washington. Nick, yeah. okay. what <laughs> what we did agree on is that Bill is not afraid to take a risk with his fashion, yeah. and I appreciate that. And that right. me as a guy who's literally wearing blue shorts with. Red, red circles on it. I really have no room to speak on his uh, choices as far as fashion is concerned. Um, but I do anyway. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, 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 you do all the time. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. We uh, so t- throughout the uh, throughout the deal as the speeches were rolling off, we were told like about a minute we would have. You know, uh, and oh it was t- and we so that's why we. Actually, Kevin Gunn, you know, kind of, you know, wrote the um, uh, the, the speech so it would stay within the yeah. the proper time frame. We would have gone up and just extemporaneously do what we do is yeah. what we're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but there's, you know, <laughs> Bill keeps turning. God, that was two minutes and twenty seconds. Yeah, uh, Bill kept turning. Yeah. He was sitting next to Steve, and I kept seeing him turning after the seconds. speech. He's like, he was like, that was over, that was well over a minute and a half. <laughs> you guys, when you get up there, just get, get, do what you want. Take your time. <laughs> uh, Make sure you let him know. <laughs> I think that you've deserved this moment to shine, he and was, you should do that. He was like the nervous dad. Wow. He oh was. My God. He it, was. And it was like so funny. Every time he kept turning around, saying, what the hell? Now, what the hell? And now they had a cocktail reception ahead of time, so we were all pretty lit. <laughs> oh, okay. And so Bill was that feeling, helped. you know, yeah, loosened him up a little bit. Um, so did you say that Beasley won a second award? Because there's people in that photo that we don't really, we're not really familiar with who yes, they are. Yes, there was a, uh, a company-wide um, uh, award that Beasley won for all of the community service that the, that the company does. And, uh, because Beasley is, that's one of the big messages behind um, their their mission statement is to do good for the community, and it has been for the history of the of the chain. Now we've only been on board for a few years with Beasley when they purchased MMR a few years back, uh, along with our sister stations. But they they have this thing called Beasley Best, and it's trying to do a, a good thing if you can, meaning servicing the community. So they've been champions of that for a long time. So Caroline Beasley came out and accepted this award too, and she was wonderful and very eloquent. She's such a she's such a wonderful, sweet woman and a, and a great boss. She and really it was really cool to have her there. She was le- she was just so legitimately oh happy and and proud because the, the entire company again. I don't mean to be singing the praises, but it is it's worth recognizing. Across the boards, all the different stations that do these different charitable things, 
and and it's it's a mission statement. And Caroline is very proud that the station step up and and do that, and and that's very important to the company. So well, we we're sitting there, and I, I don't know about you, President, but I'm like, wow, this is. This is really something. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. we know it, you know, on this level here in Philadelphia and our, our group here, our sister stations, MGK and Ben and the Fanatic, uh, you know, but uh, wow, to see the whole thing, it's, it's very impressive. Well, Pierre asked a good question yesterday in the crossover, which was, um, do you think that the camp out would have gotten to where it is now if if the President Steve show had stayed at Y100? And, and I think the answer to that is probably no. And that's not a slight to that radio station at all. But what MMR was able to do to help the camp out for Hunger Grow and uh, initially Greater Media and now Beasley Media really is uh, nothing short of uh, incredible. The, the support that we've gotten from everybody from Caroline Beasley to Bill Weston to Eric Simon to Casey mentioned Rodney Bird yesterday and every Chuck D'Amico, everybody that's involved with the Camp Out for Hunger really makes it what it is now. And that's that's not lost on us. Yeah, it's not a slight to, to Y100 because it was a great place to work. The, just the company didn't want to put all the resources into it. So. The people at the station, yes, <clears throat> yeah, always yeah, right. stepped up and did the deal. But but again, you have a difference of people, you know, of, of saying we can make this bigger and, and, and you know, like Chuck D'Amico originally saying – we we got to tent this event. Yeah, we got to make it so so people can come and stay, and they they obviously want to see you guys, and that's what built it. But to be there in Washington with senators and people stepping up to the podium to to uh, and Annette Benning was there. Annette, Preston, I saw Annette Benning. <laughs> I never saw her at the cocktail oh, reception. It, it was absolutely positively her because I stared at her. Uh, and uh, did and she I look want... back back at you like, yeah, you know? Uh, no, she was talking to somebody, so I didn't get a chance. Who was she to... talking to? Warren Beatty? I, I don't know. No, no. Warren <laughs> Beatty wasn't there. I, I don't think he was there. Right. But I do not know. But it was really cool. And my dad went, and he was uh, uh, he was uh, very um, overcome with emotion. Really? Yes. That's so cool that he yeah, was there. Yeah, it was cool. After we made our speech, we came back to the table, and he looks at me, and he goes, he goes, I broke down. <laughs> and by that, I thought he meant that he broke down and ate some of the cheesecake that was, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was, that good was cheesecake dessert. Dad. I'm like, wow, Dad, yeah, you've earned it, Dad. Go ahead. And and I noticed he was his eyes were tearing up. He's like, I broke down. I was like, oh, my Aww. God, wow. I am so proud of Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's accomplished. What he has managed to do is yeah. just impressive. <laughs> no, he, that honestly, you know, it's it's rare that you, uh, you know, uh, you know, he's he's like my dad, a little, yeah. a little stoic in some levels, you know, and mm-hmm. and and that that it meant that much. But it was cool. We got these medals that we were wearing all night. Felt felt pretty special and walking around with a medal. Yeah, what's this medal? And it's a, the Congressional Medal of Honor. That's what <laughs> it is. Hey, I had this really interesting thing happen earlier that day. My dad and I were eating at an outdoor restaurant, and we were leaving. And a guy, I was walking by. This is in Washington D.C. Yeah. And a guy just goes, "Hey, Preston, congratulations, Parker graduating." And I go, "What? Uh, uh, hi. Hey. Wow. Thank you." <laughs> And he goes, I grew up listening to you guys. He goes, and I just saw you over there, and I wanted to say hi. And for the life of me, you guys know me. I forgot his name. It was a very quick meeting. but uh, It was a tremendous achievement. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No, but uh, he goes, uh, he says, I work for the FCC. Oh. That's that's why he's in. Is uh, it Nathan Lemur? It may have been. He's been here before. (laughs) Nathan's uh, uh, kind of a taller guy. I don't with remember. Glasses? He was, Did he have two eyes? Was he a shorter guy with no ears. glasses? Yeah. Casey, you know the guy. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, he yeah. was sitting down, so, okay. so I don't know. But <laughs> There's a guy named Nathan who's been in our studio who works for the FCC, and he's okay. a huge fan of the show and could not be a nicer guy. And um, 
That wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if it were him. Yeah. yeah. And Nick, you're also talking to the guy who asked who Mark Ruffalo was about a thousand times before he became the Hulk. So <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't think he would remember the name. Yeah. No. You're yeah. probably right. Wow. <laughs> uh, but that was really neat, and uh, and we definitely have some fans in DC because somebody sent me an email. They saw us in the train station. Yeah. Well, and, no way. Yeah. I got texts yesterday from people. Who were like, I think was Preston wearing red shorts in Union Station yesterday. And I was oh, like, that's funny. I like Probably. the guy who goes, hey, man. You know, Steve says he's old, but that I saw. They thought they were talking about your dad. I think they were joking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were like, "Wow, Steve looks really old in that picture." It was my like, dad. Yeah. Next to me, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, here's a here's a tweet from uh, Nathan. Yeah, that was him. Okay, uh, Nick. I'm pretty sure from that very grainy, tiny little Twitter picture. I yeah, he's a good 100%. dude. Uh, that's cool. But uh, it was a uh, it was a really special honor, and we're appreciative of uh, the NAB uh, for uh, giving that to us. And um, next up, we want to have the largest blood drive in the country. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe an award might come for that as well. So that is coming up on Saturday. We'll be at the uh, Expo Center in Oaks. And you can sign up for it. See, I bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. And all the details are at WMMR.com. We came within 12 units of having the largest one in the country last year. And you have to sign up by tomorrow. Okay, so tomorrow's the deadline. Yep. All right, you can go to WMMR.com. You can call 1-800-RED-CROSS. But get on board. Be a part of that. And uh, let's have another record-breaking event. Let's cap uh, this amazing week up with uh, with a record. That'd be cool. It's going to be great. And yep. again, congratulations to you for making the Camp Out for Hunger the success that was acknowledged by the NAB. And and, and so the award is in your name. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the Bizarre File stories when we return. So make sure you stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Todd Glass is going to be here in five minutes. Let's do the Bizarre oh, Five. Get this done. Bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Final. In fact, I wouldn't doubt if he opens the door and yells into the studio at no, some point. No, he called me. Break. He's on his way. He called. He said, I better I'm leave. not going to interrupt the show. <laughs> I just wanted to check in. <laughs> He's always saying those things. (laughs) By the way, it's not as if I'm suggesting my mother needs a new roof. (laughs) All right, a Florida woman found herself behind bars after police say a physical altercation with her live-in boyfriend led to her grabbing his private parts and making them bleed. Yes, she does have the superpower, making her balls bleed. Uh, and officers in, in Brevard County took uh, 21-year-old Katie Lee Pitchford into custody after the incident last Tuesday morning at the home, charging her with battery in the case. Officers arrived at the home where the victim said Pitchford became enraged and attacked him with a hairbrush before punching and scratching him. I'm going vi- make your balls bleed. Uh, the victim told officers that Pitchford later grabbed his private parts and squeezed them until they were bleeding. Wow. Oh, adding, adding he wrestled her arms away when she was choking him as he fled the area and called police. You made my balls bleed. Uh, Pitch- look at her. She looks like a little... A- a little waif here in the picture we're looking at. I'm sorry? She looks like a little tiny, you know, wonderful little thing. Yes. Pitchford, who was already on felony probation for resisting arrest for, with violence from 2017, admitted the two argued but told officers there was no physical altercations. Officers said the victim had blood on his face and noticeable bruising. He's being held with no bond in the case. Could you imagine that? No. The agony? No. Uh, of being squeezed until bleeding? Yes. No, that's just, that's beyond my comprehension. 
Uh, let's stick with the penis theme for a moment. Um, Love it. Many high school students pull a senior prank just before graduating, but school officials in Westbrook, Connecticut, were not amused by this one. Two students who admitted to being involved in placing fake male sexual organs on the roof line and the front of Westbrook High School have been suspended and will not be allowed to walk in graduation. Uh-huh. The superintendent of schools said, based on the materials that were used and how they were affixed to the school, she does not consider this a prank. She added that there were many fake male appendages hanging off the roof line affixed to the front of the school and signage and a very thick, sticky kind of goop part of the whole statement. So, How, how many exactly? Did they give you a, a no, count? No, but I hope it was a lot. And the idea of a bunch of Johnsons hanging off of the front of the school is pretty damn funny to me. Driving under the influence is always a problem, even if you're driving a toy truck. A woman was found driving down North Church Street in Walhalla, South Carolina on Monday in a, in a Power Wheels toy truck. <laughs> Which is battery-powered and designed for children. It's sort of like a Tesla. Authorities say that she was impaired behind the wheel under the influence of a narcotic. So she felt this was the best way to get where she needed to be. A full-grown adult wasted in one of these power wheels. So many people do this. They figure, okay, I'll use the golf cart. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a, a toy. A little toy. Yeah. Uh, pow, power wheels. Pow, pow, power wheels. She was arrested. I'm going to take the Escalade. And charged with public intoxication. Uh, this sounds like something out of a futuristic movie, but it is actually real life. A Montana man is suing a cryonics company to get back his dad's head. What? Kurt uh, Pilgrim is seeking $1 million from Alcor Life Extension Foundation over his late dad. Pilgrim said that his dad, a molecular biologist and biochemist, paid the company $120,000 to preserve his body indefinitely in the hopes that he could one day be brought back to life. But he was mailed his dad's cremated remains from the neck down before finding out the man's head was still frozen in liquid nitrogen. Uh, He adds that the dream his dad had of being brought back to life is impossible, and he just wants to cremate his head along with the rest of his body. (laughs) Just want to burn my dad's head? Is that so much? So I don't know if that's going to end up happening or not. But it was his dad's wishes. He's just, you know, whatever. Leave it as as Peter. He wants his head frozen? Whether it's impossible. Listen to your father. He wants his head frozen. Whatever. Whether it's impossible or not, leave the man's head frozen. Your father wants his head frozen. (laughs) Is that so much? Thank you, Todd. <laughs> a a six-year-old girl was stabbed in the face by a 35-year-old woman while attending a birthday party in Central California. That's a weird way to play pin the tail on the dog. Yeah. Uh, the woman had become upset with the girl for unspecified reasons and allegedly stabbed her in the face with a sharp object, possibly a razor blade. Oh, my God. In the, in the face? How about, oh. listen, if you're a lunatic, at least start with the shoulder. Yeah, the girl received a laceration under her eye. The suspect, Crystal Lisa Pada, uh, fled the home and was uh, later arrested. The girl is in stable condition, or she was as of the uh, time the story was written, so I think she's okay. The relationship between the woman and the girl was unclear. Officers were having trouble getting cooperation from family members and witnesses as well. So they're all going mum on this? Uh, it's very bizarre. Uh, Pada was booked into the county jail on the suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon. I ain't no rat, see? And there we go. We will wrap it up right there, my friend. Uh, we are going to take a break. We will come back in a moment. Is there anything I can give away? We got some Yeah, stuff. bud. We got, that's uh, tonight, right? That's tonight. All Let's right. do this. 
If you would like to hang with uh, the birthday boy, Steve Morrison, at the Franklin Institute and the comic book gurus, you can be there for uh, the podcast. It's at the Franklin Institute. And now you also get to tour the exhibit Marvel Universe of Superheroes. My whole family, while I was coming back from D.C., my whole family went to this yesterday. Oh, they did? What did they think? They loved it. So I got three of these left. It's 6 o'clock tonight, so don't call if you can't make it this evening. But you get to go, you check out the podcast, and then you get to go on the uh, tour of the exhibit, which is really cool. So we'll take three callers at 215-263-WMMR. And the podcast, the comic book gurus, we're going to be talking all things Marvel and DC and all that stuff and everything that, you know, honestly, the Marvel exhibit and the stuff that they have displayed is from the movie companies. It's amazing. So you can uh, get tickets to the exhibit, which is uh, now open at the Franklin Institute. Tickets and information are at fi.edu. We'll be back in a moment. Todd Glass on the show. Mindy Calling will be on the program as well. Uh, So stay with us. We will return shortly. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Anyway, uh, Rita's of uh, Huntington Valley is going to be at our blood drive, the I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive, oh. on Saturday, giving out uh, refreshes, refreshing Rita's water ice to all those who come and donate. So keep Love. that in mind. And I have another $25 gift card, caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. We'll set you up. Thanks to Nick uh, for bringing by the goods. And remember, if you stop by the Huntington Valley store today, you mentioned Preston Steve at WMMR, you get the $2 regular ice or $3 regular gelati. So it's a special deal. But they'll be at the blood drive on Saturday. Excellent. Very cool. Todd Glass is here! Todd Glass! Every time it's experienced. Kat, I want to say you did a great job on the news. On the traffic. Thanks, babe. Uh, a lot of people don't, you know, they take you for granted. You, yep, but yeah. I say it was a nice job, and, and it's not hard to do it while I'm interrupting you. But I will say to start, I was the joke <laughs> I was doing in my head wasn't, oh, I can't take it anymore because I can't talk. I was being the person hearing the traffic. Like, oh. six or ten. Oh, I can't. Funnier my way. And oh, once yeah. I thought they thought it was the other thing, I stopped doing it because I thought, eh, that's enough. You know. See, that, that's terrible because that's yeah. like telling a kid what he didn't get for Christmas. Right, exactly. Yeah. See, Steve, happy birthday. Oh, thank you so Can much. Can I get some reverb, please, in my voice? No, you no, can't. No, you no, can't no, on no, this one. You got to go over to his. Here he comes. Here he comes. Hold on there. Here we go. Here we go. Can I use your headphones? They're really loud. You need to get right in here. They're super loud. You can hear the feedback. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Do you want us to sing too or no? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy After that, I gotta be honest, no. he is. <laughs> in my pants. I'll be right back. Okay. I want to run out to my car. I have a shovel. 
<laughs> you keep a poop shovel in your car? A poop shovel. <laughs> you never know in this world. You got to be prepared. Honestly. Hey, by the way, Todd is going to be at Helium Comedy Club. I want to say this now. It might be my only chance to say it. Tonight at 8, Friday and Saturday, 7.30 and 10. Done. There you go. Boom. Yeah, I love that you do. And, and also, AC. I'm back. They they got new AC, so I come back for a summer they rebuilt, gate. I, they rebuilt Atlantic City for you? <laughs> you just said they got a new AC. AC is brand new. Remember they said what AC was going to do? When I was, they, they did it. I don't want to get political. All right. Um, <laughs> But uh, 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 I have the band. It's going to be great. In 13 years, oh. I've never done a summer date there. So this is the first summer really? date. Yeah, I hope it you know, goes you know well. What? i got to really be funny today and get people in their seats. There could be two people driving in the car. They're like, you know, I, I, Todd Glass just doesn't do it for me. You know, it's okay. I get it. The girlfriend's like, I like him. They get into a fight. They crash off the Schuylkill Expressway. <laughs> and I don't want to see that happen. No, I mean, you don't want bloodshed. Oh, simply because it's a comedy. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. We're thrilled to see you. It's good to have you back. Uh, we again, we talk. We all talk about. We loved your la- the Netflix special. Thank your last you. Netflix special. I got two of the guys in the band from the Netflix special with me this time. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Duncan now you carry. Uh, I give him a shout. He doesn't even live in Philly. His aunt does. <laughs> he tells me, "Hey, if you can mention my name, Duncan, you bang a drum." <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> By the way, you said uh, it so disdainfully. Uh, I got here late today because Meredith she had, she said she had a drink or two, and we drove it to her son's toy truck. Uh, down the school oh, really? and she got pulled you over by the police. Oh, she was she goes, it's a toy truck. She's like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. She goes, it's a toy truck, officer. And she goes, if you know what I'm talking about, like downstairs. He goes, no, ma'am, I don't know. And he kept winking at her. I don't know. She was drinking. Yeah. She had a glass and of wine. By the way, I'm driving she a celebrity. Was, yeah, I'm driving a celebrity. She goes, that's what she kept saying to the cop, and I was so embarrassed. She, he's like, hey, I'm with the celebrity. And then the cop goes, if he was a celebrity, I'd recognize him. And she goes, good point. (laughs) Oh, I suppose you've never seen Home Improvement. Oh, you've Uh, never seen, yo, who do you think plays Tim Allen's dad? And then she started pulling off, but it doesn't go that fast. She goes, I think I'm going to outrun this guy. I go, Meredith, your car moves like it's like a a kid's toy. It is a kid's toy. Yeah, yeah, it's a kid's toy. She goes, yeah, it does look like one. Oh, she was drunk. Well, she said she's oh, drunk. She goes, Todd, I swear I had maybe seven, eight, nine drinks. <laughs> maybe. You know the problem maybe. with her, though, when she gets drunk? She gets political. Uh, 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 let me can't. tell you something about Meredith. <laughs> what do you see in here? A book. I come prepared today. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. These are notes. We're going to get yes. to none of those. Yeah. Now, no. You don't know, and I brought my iPad in case you want to hear some of the bits I do on the road. Oh, do we ever want to hear <laughs> some of the bits you do on the road? Well, they're not bits. They're not. It's like the sound effect that I use. Like, okay. Is he like, plugged in? He's plugged in and ready yes, to go. Yes, I am. So. Uh, like this. We use that. We use that. Yeah, we uh, uh, this I play because... I remember in school when they had that teacher come in and and they would like say you know the a preacher not a preacher he would say a rabbi? don't he would say oh you know forget that bit but not in a crazy way not in a crazy way you're right you said I wouldn't get to it okay, okay. <laughs> I said the high school they come in they go don't smoke pockets because if you do and look you have to have an honest relationship with uh, with children about drugs and that's going to be the best path to them uh, not you know no. not lying to them I smoked pot that I was you know. Cut my arm off for a for a uh, joint. A joint. Thank you, God. Uh, so anyway, uh, and then they go, and if you smoke pot, it's going to be like this. Now I'm like, me and my friend are like, you know what? I think I want to smoke pot. No, no offense. So just, it, it, there's not, you know. You're I play saying, this. go ahead. 
play it in my ad when I'm in Philly. Why not play it during? Because they followed me on Twitter, and that was very exciting. Oh, that why well, I followed you? Yeah. I was. I. It's like a big deal. I circled it every year. I print out a book, like with pictures, of course, and then tweets. Or uh, once you see how cool tweets look, even a year later, you, you, or text. I'm sorry, between you and your friend, okay. funny text. They're the coolest. They, a year later, you read it between two of you, and you're like, they make you. They're like, they bring, you know, they bring up a lot of memories. So I feel, I you know, I, I print out a book every year, and I put the Wawa. I took a screenshot. I circle it in black. I'm like, that's great. Well, well let me ask you, why yeah. you you are listen? When people come to Philly, they want to do what? Reed is didn't, by the way. They, but anyway, they, they want to do the Rocky run up the stairs. They want to see where Todd Glass used mm-hmm. to live. So those are the two things. How come you uh, you are you I'm are Wawa. you're you're why have you not been? In, you should do something with Wawa. My family have you says, reached Todd, out. How, I don't think they need me, but I believe me. If they've took a clip from my podcast when I talk about Wawa, just being genuine. You're loving. Like, I'm not even like just because yeah. you know I'm not trying to get anything from Wawa and no. for a change. I'm not trying to get anything. <laughs> they don't offer up free roofs. They, oh, they don't. <laughs> no, no, you didn't yeah, hear you know what? coming. Uh, you know who All likes sheets? All I want is a free roof for my mother. <laughs> yep, <laughs> those were the days. Now everything's great. My mom won the lottery. She won over $48. So she said she's going to live every day like it's her last. Um, Wawa. Yeah. You know who, you know, you ever hear of Sheets? Sure. Yes. You know, yeah. you know my friend says that's funny. He goes, you know who likes Sheets? People that have never been to a Wawa. Um, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no. that should be their ad. Suck, uh, uh, suck it to you. I don't know. <laughs> Suck it to you. I might have stole that. Yeah, no, yeah. that is good. I think uh, we should bring back those Rowan and Martin uh, catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put that in your bippy, right? The, hey, yeah. put, that, put that in your little bippy. You hey, that stuff bippy. gets funny again. Sesame Street, when you smoke pot, is amazing. Because <laughs> where did HBO- that come from? What? Where did that come from? He was saying, you know, things that are old are now... Are enhanced by cannabis. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and not... I don't think it always makes bad things great. A lot of people think that. Like, oh, you smoke pot and then a bad food tastes great. No, it doesn't. You'll eat it. But Mm -hmm. when I... If I'm high and I say something's good, I mean it. I I get it. My taste buds are alive. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember the uh, Christmas that we all went down the... It was closed. Pat's and Geno's. They were closed. I don't know what was going on. Okay. When you were a kid or just recently? No, I was about 17. Okay. My brother was 18. We went down Thanksgiving night or Christmas night. I mean, whatever it was, we get there. It's closed. It's closed. I'm like, are you kidding me? We, we, <laughs> my brother had a Jeep without a top. We drove, or I did, actually. Uh, without it, I didn't have the. Top. Is this even your family? This happened to? Yeah, no, you know what? Let me let me talk to my lawyer. Um, so uh, we get down there, and then they're closed. Two minutes later, we're eating uh, frozen burritos at Seven Eleven, and they uh, weren't good. No, they weren't good. You had we, issues. Well, I st- I'm still trying to get my money back. It's been a long road. <laughs> it's you, been a long road. At least you had an alternative. I went to Fantasy Show Bar on Easter Sunday once, and that was closed, and I had no other alternatives. Well, so. mine wasn't great in all fairness. <laughs> I'm eating a frozen burrito. We didn't even microwave it because we were in a hurry. <laughs> anyway, a frozen burrito popsicle, I should say. Let's get to the jokes. I want to put people in seats. You're already Healing doing Comedy that. Club. Healing yeah. Comedy Club. What do you want to hear? What do you want me to tell me? Whatever you want, I'll do out of this book. Okay, I got it. Want to hear about a four-sample limit? Absolutely. Yeah. Give me the four-sample limit. Sometimes. This is right out of the book. Some For people <laughs> at home, this, I Tora? brought my book of notes. So yeah. I'm very organized today. On one side of me, I have my notes. You can picture it. On the other side I have for you people right. driving. A lot of comedians don't paint a picture. They just go, bah, 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 bah. me, the people in the car go, thank you. We like to picture it. So this says four sample limit. I have a new joke. It's, you know, you can tell something about somebody by a sign. Like the sign says four sample limit. And that means, oh, uh, that means somebody went to get three. Oh, I'm sorry. Three sample limit. Okay. I don't want to lie. Three sample limit. 
I think that means there's lunatics out there. Sure. If you get if you go for a third sample, look, yeah. it's just my opinion. Trying to get but, away with it. Can I get? Can I taste another one? Can yeah. I? They saying you can have. Uh, they're having three's the limit. That means they'll put up with three. Yeah. That means somebody wanted more. They're like, <laughs> and then they acted all appalled. I bet. I mean, th- I know there's people out there that go, "I've gotten three. Well, you stop. Yeah, I'm not saying you're a bad person, but you sh- there's a reason people are embarrassed. They're busy. They they're in a hurry. One's hard. It's, the, it's am I wrong? No, because you're saying this. If someone goes and you just want to say by, by the third sample, yeah. you should be you should know whether you want it or not. You're no, no, just... not the same one. They go, let me try the butter pecan. Let me try the cinnamon uh, cinnamon uh, mm. dirty mouth. You know the cinnamon dirty mouth. Yeah, that's the new flavor. <laughs> they go it's cinnamon with a spice of Tabasco sauce. I'll have the rotten crotch, please. <laughs> can I get the ro- can I get a rotten crotch candy? Uh, 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 what's that called? Cone. It's delicious. Uh, uh, what is it again? Rotten crotch. Rotten crotch. Rotten crotch. That was my uh, now, by the way, first when, band. When we name. go to an ice cream parlor with my family, sometimes there are flavors that you never had before, and we will ask for samples, which they do offer. But I don't think I would ever. And even without a sign, I would ever do more than three. Right. It just seems right. like I'm I'm taking up too much time me, of this person right. that's working there. Let me ask you that, By the way, Todd. I'm not and against people and, and getting Todd, samples. Yes. I'm asking this now in relation to this topic. In a deli, I see this happen. And Do you ever sample meat in a deli or cheese? Sometimes I will ask them to make me a sandwich so I can tell. <laughs> Why is that wrong? I go from one extreme to the other. <laughs> Wait, Todd, that's worse than the ice cream. Well, how am I going to tell if I like the cheese unless yeah. I... Have it the way I'm going to have it when I get it home. Right. Uh, will I do it uh, there if they ask. If they offer it. If they I, offer and it. I'm the same way. I, I'm just I, shy, you know, by the way. I'll say, you know, which one of these is better? And they'll go, no, you, well, you want to try something. Yeah. So and then you then say yes. Do, but I don't go asking for sandwich. Can you, for example, if you, you want to see what it would be like in a sandwich, can you ask for it in a slider? Yes, can I get yeah, a slider? Yeah, finger <laughs> sandwich, much. My yeah. kids will, and since Rita's is here, every time we go to Rita's, they're like, can I get a sample? And they'll ask me if they can get a sample. And I've gotten to the point where I go, no, because you're not going to get it. So it doesn't matter. Like, you're, you're, A, you're gumming up the, the operation here, and B, mm-hmm. you're just trying to get free if water. It, if it's offered, I, I, I'm like yeah. Preston. If it's offered, yes, I might try it. Mm-hmm. But I never ask for a sample. You know, it's well, I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder if we all have the same reasons for not wanting to do it because it's political. I, I, by the way, I don't I certainly don't think to get one, at least one. Let's just stick with them, one uh, sample. They go, right. Hey, do you mind if I you don't make a bit of event about it? Don't don't laugh with your friends or don't go, ah, just say, Hey, that's good, you know, yeah. thank you. Yes. You go, you know what? I'm gonna get that and then be ready with your second order. But I, I'm afraid to get even with whatever you're going to actually yeah. order. I'm afraid to get one. I don't know why. I think they hate it. All my reason is based on not wanting to be hated. Can I have a... Can I have, I have a <laughs> your, your sample etiquette is built upon not wanting to, wanting to be hated. I have a request. Can I have your book? Yes. Can we each pick one that you can <gasps> mention? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, I Let's do it. that way. That way, you're not, that way you're not diving in. And, you know, and, you're right. You know, maybe we can just... Is this okay? Yes. I do this? Okay. A giraffe is the dumbest bird. <laughs> well, I always say in a relationship okay. that you don't want to be cocky and wrong. You know when you think you're right, you're like, yeah, it's the skookle. Yeah, yeah. Well, even if you're right, you just say it nicely. That way, if you're wrong, you don't look like an idiot. And that's a guy who is uh, not only uneducated, not you could have empathy for, but he's also uh, mean. Yes. He's mean, and, and, the, and the character is called wrong and, um, I, I di- oh, no? Yeah, he's yeah. wrong and he's a he's a dick. He's a, he's a dick. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's mean and he's a dick. Uh, he goes, uh, yeah, the giraffe. That's like the stupidest bird there is. <laughs> mm. 
You know, that's all that guy is. <laughs> okay. all right. Maybe uh, this book was this a bad idea. idea. No, no, no. no. Okay. no. I'm just curious if, if you want to save that for your for your act for your yeah. show. I then I don't. No, want to I loved. I like. Okay. I, I'm. In, I do improv. Yeah. I, that's, that's what I, I, I. This is my life. Right. Yes. Hey, I mean, honestly, come, we come from the world of burlesque. Yeah. I come from the world of burlesque down up in Doylestown when they used to have the hoo hoo shows. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. They yeah. come out, ladies and, and gentlemen. And, uh, our comedian tonight for the hoo hoo show is Todd Blast. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Giraffes and birds. <laughs> oh, and I'm not even going to look at my iPad. I don't need it. The thing you don't of, need it? The thing about being here is I don't have to think about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's we make you feel okay. that comfortable. Okay, okay yes. K- Casey, find a note in Casey. Todd's book and let's see let's what he go, has to bring say. It out. Well, I just want to know where are you going to get your tortured meat? Oh, well, this comes from I am going to defend vegans and vegetarians. Okay. Is anyone in here a vegan or vegetarian? Uh, I, I'm I'm sort of pescatarian. Okay, I just eat pescas. <laughs> Marissa is uh, vegan. No, or, she's, or, no not, she's vegetarian. She, she's a pescatarian. I find. Oh, look, okay. we're we're talking about the majority. You might go, Todd. Is this a joke or an opinion? Um, That's the both. way you want it. You it's, want the audience always asking that question. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I wonder if people go, is there a joke in there? Is it just me ranting about okay. something? But I'll try to at the end. I put a little joke on it. I go, technically, it's a joke. I give my opinion for two minutes, and I go, and then, and then people are like, well, right at the end, it was a joke, but it seemed like you gave your opinion for three minutes. Okay, so, but I think, overwhelmingly, you have to preface everything, otherwise, somebody listening, they take it in their own head the way they want. I'm not, overwhelmingly, I said, 90% of the time, vegans and vegetarians, to me, I don't think are pushy. I think they get a bad rap because of other people's insecurities. They always go, oh, they push it on you. What? I never met it. And and every time you say you're vegan, and I eat meat, by the way. I eat meat, so I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> but every time you, uh, the, I overhear it, vegetarians and vegans, I hear other people going, where are you going to get your vitamins? Where are you going to get your protein? Where are you going to Shut up! Where are you going to get your tortured meat? That's what I would say. That's what I would say. You know, stop worrying. That's what, what do you, what do you care? You're, we're eating tortured meat. So if someone says they're vegan, don't act like you're now having a health contest. Because I guarantee if... Okay. Well, I'm going to use that. What? I'm going to use you get that. Your tor- Where are you going to get your tortured Where are you going to get your tortured meat? Now, Todd, do they put that on packaging? Like, so I know there's the most about having free-range chickens. Have you ever seen... Tortured meat. Well, it doesn't say it. All our burgers are tortured meat. Hey, eventually they'll have to. Eventually they're going to have to. That could be a selling point. They're all beaten with poo shovels. Everything that you're eating has cried before it died. Yeah, for for a crazy person that doesn't want to believe it's not just good enough to eat, you know, it's like, I want to eat something that's been punched in the face right after. (laughs) Is there there a limit that which you'll go to? So, like, like for example, in the world of veganism, then there, there are people who would just take... Things that have, that will fall off trees, they won't even go. They won't yeah. even go pull it off a tree. So that there, I mean, there there are levels at which it becomes yeah. yes, too yes. Much. But that's with anything in life, right. you know. But I won't like, uh, for instance, I don't walk on grass because I hear it going, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Right, that I made up. I got right. you good. You got, I got you. Why don't you use that in one of the ads? Steve, use is there any, anything in the book you want yes, to? Uh... Something caught my eye. Actually, you can't be successful without a dirty car. With with a dirty car. With, uh, with a dirty car. With now that is car. something that I say. Um, 
uh, just and then I move on. It gets a laugh because <laughs> I it, it's so one, not dude. a joke. No, no, I do it. I just out of nowhere. I go, look, I don't want to get into this. I don't want to talk about it. But you, you can't be too successful with a dirty car. Anyway, let me move on. And I put the page. <laughs> like, wait, you don't even get it. That's just a that's just a mean I... job, which becomes funny because of the way I do it. So I'm very good at uh, the trickery of comedy. <laughs> it's like filler. It's a, it's a filler. It's a joke. boom. I, I yeah. go. I know it's not, and that be, makes it makes right. it it. Yes, that's the way it works. You're very oh. good at the. Trickery of okay. comedy. So, so how what do, what do you consider a dirty car? Well, if you know cu- what? If there's a cup in the cup holder and a few maps in the no, back, no. you're talking about filthy. Yeah, because it's funny. Sometimes uh, when I've talked about this, my friend, I'll get in a friend of a friend's car, <laughs> and I forget they heard me talk about this. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Oh, is that a? Is this what you're talking about? My car?" I'm like, "Oh no, you have no idea. I've gotten into cars." In my life, where they had to literally move stuff out where your feet are. And look, I'm not talking about a soda can or three things. I'll kick that out of the way and go, oh, you're fine. You don't have yeah. to move it. I'm talking about there's so much stuff in there. You're like, yeah, you're going to have to move it. I picked yeah, up my I daughter's can't, can't from get in there. a birthday party, and I felt so good because I was driving all these girls home. And the one girl goes, wow, your car is so clean. And I, and I was like, oh, my God. this!" She's like, there's trash. <laughs> there's nothing but trash all over my car. And I was like, I feel so good about this yeah. because I, I used to have a really dirty car. Likewise. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, at one point, I got pulled over, Todd, and I opened my glove box, and there were... Six dildos in my in my. Oh, club. shut up! He's not kidding. I'm not it was for kidding. the show. It was for, yeah. well, that's what they all say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show. No, I believe you. Well, you were going to head into your. You, it wasn't your brother. He was in high school. He was pu- pu- uh, going to pull like a mass prank. And hang, uh, <laughs> dildos here. all over the school. I listened to the show on the you way do. over hey, here. Thank you. All right, Kathy. Todd, question went, from Todd's. Todd's uh, book of goodness. By the way, Kathy, I just want to say hi, hi, and it's good to see you. It's great to see you. I, I went... heard she's becoming program director. <laughs> <laughs> I start kissing her ass. What is that? Kathy, I just want to say yeah. that you're cherished. You're a cherished member of this show. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, great. Um, listen, I went far in. Is that okay? Yes. I'm, I'm you do anything okay. you want to look. In honor of C's birthday and my appearance at Helium Comedy Club, I'm a. You notice how professional I am today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I come in, I'm like, more. boom, very focused. Everything is sharp. There's no, there's no going off the rails. Nope. It's absolutely pinpoint. And if I do it, no I come sputtering. right back. I, come, I go, I go a little crazy, right back, right, right back to you, Kathy. See how professional I am. Okay, so I want to hear about the hospital story. Oh, that's a long story. We don't but, have time for no, a long no, no. Story. We, we. I'll give you the. Do I'll you give, actually tell it, or you just dismiss it like the dirty car? I lay down naked and I <laughs> let people touch me. <laughs> tell them who was what exactly where the doctor actually touched me. It's a fun game. No, uh, it, it, there is one little part of it when uh, when we got in the ambulance. Oh, when, when I, I don't want to. You know, why I took it out of the act. I don't want to talk about having a heart attack anymore. Uh, but well, uh, it's still in there. That's I know. I, I needed it. I realized I was four minutes short, so I put it back. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I ended my show one night. I go, oh, I put the heart attack story back in. My brother goes, I thought you didn't like that. He goes, nah, nah. I was being too hard on it. That joke did me a lot. Joke, you know, bought me this palatial mansion. Every time there's a, something, there's so many Thing, people in this world that have nice things because of a weird product. It's like, true. Like someone could sta- uh, point at their mansion. Somebody somewhere goes, oh, silly string, basically. Right. Right? We, there's a guy, we talked about it years ago, who made his entire fortune off of Billy Bob teeth. You know, the, the goober teeth. Right. I remember ordering <laughs> them when they first came out. Yeah. But uh, so uh, when uh, when I got into the ambulance, they turned, the, I heard the siren. And I remember thinking I was having a heart attack, but I was still aware of the siren, how cool it was. I was like, whoop, 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 whoop. I'm like, 
like, this is great, you know, that I'm having a heart attack. I mean, how else am I going to get a ride in an ambulance? And then I remember uh, them pulling off my pants, and you would think, like, you're so out of it, you yeah. don't care about being naked, because yeah. that should be the story. Like, I was so drugged up, you don't even think about it. But I, I remember, I thought about it. I was like, oh, Jesus, you know, maybe maybe try to hit it a little, make it look good for the doctor. <laughs> Not crazy. Yeah. I'm not yeah. talking about yeah. like going to the point where it would make the people in the room scared. Just it, nice. Fill it up for. Them. Yeah. Well, they're hardworking people, and uh, you know, just tap it a little bit. You know, little maybe. Rough. What if the doctor does decide in these decisions that they probably hate that they should never have to make in their career? Like, who, you know, this guy's sick. This guy's sick. I got to operate on one first. You know, maybe eh, the one with the bigger penis. He probably, <laughs> probably has more fun in life. So, you know, I just wanted to like. Do you think they do that? I they prioritize you. about of the size course, of the penis? Of course. I got a friend works in the <laughs> OR and out of bed. He's, you know, those people that lie. They, yeah, 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 they, yeah. they, they get yeah. caught in their lie. Yeah. Because you tell them it's an urban legend. The yeah. way someone proves the story you're telling is an urban legend when they're three seconds ahead of you as you're telling it. And if that doesn't concern you, you're sick in your head. Because yeah. I've had these people start telling me, hey, I hear about the guy. And then you go, in Florida, I got a thing. And they go, oh, no, it's true. No, it's not. Are you that desperate for something to talk about where you can't let go of this erroneous story that is connected to nobody? It didn't happen to you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The fact that I'm telling you each uh -huh. sentence before it ends doesn't concern you. I don't mean jokingly make you look a little disturbed, but at some level, seriously, you're, uh, the right answer is, oh, really? Because you noticed <laughs> yes. that I knew the end of your story. <laughs> Not to keep telling it over and over and over. Todd Glass, I'll be at the Helium Comedy Club. Oh, my God. Well, I feel good. Look at that. All right, and we have time for one more question. We have the Todd's video of, book. Of, of Todd arriving at Subaru in the, uh, oh, yes. Right. That was Subaru great. took care of my mom. Look at that. Yeah. Wow, I look better now. <laughs> I always, you know how a lot of people look back and they go, oh, I look so good, I look so good. I, I'll be honest, I look at me every day, I go, oh, I look better now. But I just don't, I think it's the way I think I look and the way I look. Okay. Okay, uh, last, and last, then we're saying one. goodbye, right? And then we got to wrap up, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we... you don't have to be sorry, be yeah. glory. I'll be glory. It's a new thing I'm trying to start. <laughs> Is it glad? Glad. Yeah. <laughs> glory. It's, don't be glad, be glad. Uh, but thank you. Do I get a chance yes. to say goodbye? No, Nick yeah, is going to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Nick. All right, I, I want to know. This wow. is uh, uh, um, hot pockets. Nick, you look great, by the way. I just want to say, yeah, uh, you do is what you do is like keep doing it. Okay, do <laughs> all right. Your bit on hot pockets. Oh, okay. wait, I'm sorry. This My is, bit. This oh, is that's Jim wait, you, okay. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, I got the wrong binder. No, uh, things that bother. That's how he ended up losing his job. <laughs> things that bother me. Monsters in the pond. <laughs> okay, monsters. Uh, uh, monsters. By the way, I know there's not monsters. I know it's in my head. I get it. I get it. I'm You're not, an entertainer. I'm an entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> you know these things, but monsters scare me more. Like some one time, somebody asked me, like when you go to your car. I say when I go from my car to my house at night, like when I pull, in, especially late, like three in the morning, right? Four in the morning. The darker it gets into the night. Sometimes I get out of the car. I'm not spooked, but sometimes I get spooked. Uh, half the time I get spooked, and I hate it. I get in my house. I'm like, if I don't have everything shut down, like sometimes if I know I'm coming home late before I leave, I'll pull all the blinds so I walk right. in. So I get spooked, and it's not it's not really – someone goes, well, your doors are locked and everything. So I go, but it's monsters, too. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, monsters walk through walls. We know it. So <laughs> that's the thing. Monsters, so what about pond and they're, monsters? Well, they're in the pond, too. 
growing up, I never wanted to jump in a pond. And I'm not, I get the fun of it. It looks like, but I always thought there'd be a monster down there, like grabbing my leg and pulling me down. I'm with you, dude. I'm I'm with you a thousand percent. You don't like the things you can't see in the murkiness of a pond. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. I think that's legit. Sharks are monsters. If if nobody ever saw a shark and you and you asked them to draw a monster, it'd probably look like a shark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mother in law. <laughs> you should see her. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you. Like a, my mother in law is so bad. It's funny. I'll tell you. I've seen my mother. You haven't seen my mother in law. Remember those? Those were common jokes. Mother in law jokes. We almost got out of this without a Rodney Danger. <laughs> I want to tell you. My mother. No, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. She lives in a pond. Um, thank you, Uncle Steve. <laughs> thank you, Aunt Kathy. Thank you, Uncle Nick. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Preston. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you, everybody that works in the booth. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for making Steve the bed for his big birthday. And thank the listeners. And thank everybody in Washington, D.C. for the award that I was part of getting. (laughs) Bye. Uh, Oh, my God. Todd Glass is in town. Helium Comedy Club tonight, 8 o'clock. God, I'm going down there to that comedy. This guy's going to deliver a show. We're not going to pay to park, do this, go ahead, man. It sucks leaving your house. This is the type of guy that if you go down and see his show, he's going to deliver. Friday and Saturday, 7.30 and 10 p.m. He's going to deliver. Todd Glass. HeliumComedy.com. We're going to take a break. Mindy Calling is on the show when we return. Stay with us. New. Glad you asked. Muse. Disturbed. The Raconteurs. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. 93.3 WNMR. Look, we needed a short song, and we didn't hear Blur. <laughs> we heard Rockaway Beach. Yeah, the Ramones are always a go-to. Oh, yeah. If you need two-minute songs, <laughs> Ramones, you can grab them. And the reason we had a short song is we have a guest on the line. Let's get a quick look at traffic, then we are going to our guest, Kathy. Actually, can we skip traffic for, yeah. for Kathy, the time? let's skip traffic. We only got, like, eight minutes with this Oh, uh, my God. Lady. And we definitely have to speak to her, because she's awesome, man. Yeah. I, and I've always Love wanted her. to talk to her. And uh, she has written a screenplay for the film. Uh, that she is promoting and produced it as well. Yes. Uh, very talented, and it is called Late Night in Theaters Tomorrow. Mindy Calling yeah. is on the show. Hi, Mindy. Hi. Thank you for that introduction. That was so nice. I know. We're, oh. we're, we're kind of uh, caffeinated up. So, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Mindy, I wanted to ask, you know, so writing the screenplay for this, and, and we've talked to many stars over the years who have written and, and seen how the Hollywood machine works and all that. Have you written several screenplays uh, during your time in, in the entertainment industry? No, you know, this is my first screenplay. I came up on the show The Office and I'd written like 25 episodes of that, but this it finally felt like time to write my own movie. So, yeah, this is my first. Well, wow. I mean, yeah, and you've written a lot, obviously, and, and, and uh, you know, with, with The Office mm-hmm. and with The Mini Project and, and all of that as well and other stuff. But, uh, it, it, you know, it's, when you're writing and you're writing for another person's voice, I'm a big fan of Emma Thompson's uh, you know, Remains of the Day is one of my favorite movies of all time, but she's comedically so great and gifted. D- did, you, did you write with her in mind? It would seem to me for a character like the character she's playing, this Catherine Newberry, that, that you kind of probably wrote with her in mind? 
Yeah, well, I, I did. You know, and, and, and really best known, Emma Thompson, for doing, like, period drama. Yeah. But she comes from comedy, and she's so, so funny. And she has, like, this incredibly whip-smart pen. I personally think comedy is harder than drama. Yeah. The fact that she could do both, she just felt like, the best person to have be like the lead of a movie like this. Yeah, and so the, the basic gist of it is Emma Thompson. She she plays this this um, this uh, lone female, uh, a woman who does a late night talk show, uh, and um, and her her she's getting out of step with uh, the um, with the other entertainers, and so she need she needs fresh blood to help her remain competitive because they, they've made overtures that suggest she's going to be replaced, and that's where you come in. Yeah, they basically accuse her of not liking women and minorities. Has to hire a <laughs> See, that's a bad uh, issue. <laughs> so, uh, but but it also speaks to. Sorry. I'm sorry that the phone keeps dropping. No, no. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the, the so you're you're brought in and and uh, to help turn things around. But she's. Uh, I was reading an interview with you where you were talking about some of the things that drive her character crazy when she's trying to produce the show and trying to get things done are sort of the same things that drive you crazy. Is that true? Yeah, well, I, in writing this movie, I could really relate to both my character, you know, coming into the business as the only woman, only minority in my, in my writer's room at the office, but also I could really relate to her as an employer, someone who's been doing it for a while, is really impatient. And um, I also kind of felt, I felt like I knew what was funny about both of those jobs. So I... I feel like a lot of her character is actually me as well. Um, but, yeah. So, so that was really fun about writing the movie. And you also have, I, I believe her name is pronounced Nisha Ganatra. Is that how it's pronounced? Yes. Yeah, and she yeah, she, director, yeah. she directed on The Mindy Project, and she also directed uh, on Transparent as well. Yep. Yeah, and, and so... She's, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> no, no, they, it's okay. I'm just saying it has to be, so working on the Mindy Project, when you're being directed by somebody and these are your words and you want to make sure that they're being imparted the right way, that's got to add a whole level of comfortability to it. Oh, completely. I didn't know someone who had worked with me before because it's hard when someone's directing you and you wrote the movie and you're producing it and you're starring it because you feel so close to the material and you have a way that you pictured it when you wrote it, and that's not always the way that it comes out on screen. <laughs> right. So for me, it was like, you know, and I have a big ego, so for me, making sure that um, I knew that it didn't matter, that it didn't look exactly like the way I pictured it, as long as it was funny and good. You, you and know, that was hard for me to learn. You know, the funny thing is, though, is that, you know, so you say, oh, okay, I have, a, I have a big ego, but you're you're really you're really good at what you do, and I wonder at what point, uh, you know, you can... Uh, you can dispense with saying you have a big ego when you legitimately earn, you know, your capabilities. Do you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I think it's it's Thank a fine it's a fine Thank line you. to walk. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, completely. I mean, I it's um it, you're so right. You're completely right. But you know, as you get more successful and more doors open for you, you can start to think like, oh, I must be like kind of perfect. This is the learning <laughs> is as I as I get as I get more successful is that I have to listen more to people because the people whose careers kind of fizzle out are the ones who are like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'll be fine. So, but it's a great, that's a great point. I, I do think um, this is a really big learning experience. I think the next time I do a film, I feel I have like enough confidence maybe I'll direct it. Yeah. So, um, which is something I was scared of. I was scared of doing this time. Um, but, you know, this is like a workplace comedy. I came from the office. I love that dynamic between 
people, the competitiveness that can come in a workplace comedy. And that's what this is, except, um, you know, it starts to women. People will, uh, will come see it. Uh, Mindy, you know what, with uh, with somebody who is as creative as you are and as hard as you work and, and, you know, acting, writing, producing, all the stuff that you do, obviously you surround yourself with a lot of industry people and work with some really creative people as well. But I'm always curious about people like yourselves, other friends of yours who are not in the business, you know, kind of your real world friends and so on. Do you run material by them? Do you bounce ideas off them? Do you take ideas from them as well? Oh, completely. Oh, completely. I feel like if I'm not running my material by people that are not my employees, then I'm going to, it's going to be a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's very wise. I, I, you know what I mean? Like I need to talk to my friends that I grew up with, the people I went to college with who have no like monetary vested interest in laughing at things I write in order to know something's really funny. Um, so I do that all the time. And the the good news is nice network of support and phone calls younger than growing up in Boston, so I, I do have a lot of people to run those things by. And by the way, that's like hard on, again, my ego. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they'll give, they'll give you the straight deal, right? Yeah, that's better to valuable. Well, the cast cast in the movie is great. You have John Lithgow, you have Hugh Dance, you have Max Casella, who I love, and of course, we're big fans, and uh, we've had him on the show a number of times. He's great, Ike Barinholtz, mm-hmm. uh, for also the Mindy Mindy Project as well. So, uh, and he just uh, we, he, we he was in with his film that he uh, he wrote and directed a while back, which was it was great. So, um, uh, you know, as these projects come along and you're, you're juggling all this stuff, you also have something new coming up on Hulu, I believe. It's a um, uh, four weddings and a funeral, a, a, a sort of a mini series, correct? Yeah, it's a mini series adaptation of the of the movie Four Weddings and a Funeral, and it's super funny. Um, yeah, it's, it's coming up end of July, and it's uh, it's kind of set in London, half American, half British cast, and uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to be really good. Well, I, Hulu gets all my accolades because they yeah. were the ones that saved uh, the mini projects. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool. And Netflix actually gets all of my accolades because my daughter, who's now in seventh grade, her entire class is obsessed with The Office. They've watched it over and over again. Okay. My, my my daughter, my 13-year-old daughter, literally watched the entire run of The Office in two weeks. <laughs> um, she has a... Wow. a yeah, oh, she, my gosh. She's got a basketball team that she's playing on this summer. It's a, like a tournament. They're called Dunker Mifflin. Like, I swear <laughs> to God, she is obsessed with you. So, uh, so oh, <laughs> thank I you for that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy. Dunker Mifflin, that's the best. <laughs> Dunker Mifflin. Tell her thank you, please. All right. Well, cool. Well, uh, you are you are a spark plug. You work a lot, and we are appreciative of it because we get a lot of entertainment out of it. But, but take some time for you and slow down a bit, Mindy Calling. <laughs> uh, good luck with everything. And, thank you. Uh, and late night uh, in theaters tomorrow. Let's hear it from Mindy, guys. Yeah! Calling, take care. That's cool, man. She's awesome. She's wonderful. What a, what a talent. I mean, a constantly working. Fr- freaking hilarious to her. Writing is just absolutely super sharp. Uh, the phone connection, of course, sucked, but yeah, uh, yeah it doesn't matter. She's what like, are you gonna do, man? Um, I have a uh, Batman bed. What do I need? Steve <laughs> has a Batman bed in our studio. If you have not seen the pictures yet, <laughs> take a look on our social media. Go to PrestonandSteve.com. It's uh, Steve's 60th birthday. It was a big deal, so. The gang here got uh, Mark, Mark Campbell, a woodworker, to create a huge, it's like what a kid would have, only for an adult-sized male. (laughs) It's the classic 1966 Batman Batmobile. It's amazing, and it's... It's really here. Yeah. It's like, it's huge. It's, huge. it's a movie splash it's when, when, he, when he ends up with that giant fountain inside his apartment. He's like, wow, <laughs> it's really it's here. <laughs> so that's what it's like in our studio. Yeah. Hey, 
Let's get a look at traffic because we missed out on that before, and I know you're a big fan of Kathy Romano and her traffic report. Kath, what's going on? Pennsylvania Turnpike has been closed all morning westbound between Ben Salem and Willow Grove. It remains closed. All traffic must exit at Ben Salem if you can take the uh, back roads. You can get yourself to 611 and then back on at the Willow Grove Interchange. Blue Route northbound jams from Route 1 to Conshohocken. We had uh, an earlier accident there that was blocking the ramp to uh, to the Schuylkill, or at least one lane. Now it's off to the shoulder southbound, heavy from Broomall to Media. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound, backing up the Blue Route into Belmont westbound. Pass Young to the Vine, the Boulevard to Belmont, the Blue Route out to 202. Uh, Kelly Drive between Fairmount Avenue and the Art Museum Circle has reopened after uh, Good Morning America's show that was live down there. 95 northbound, heavy 452 to the Blue Route and then southbound Academy through to Girard in New Jersey. 73 southbound at Fellowship Road, the left lane closed. 42 north, heavy Coles Road to 295 and then 55 northbound backing up from Deptford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by Walgreens. At Walgreens, you can get expert diabetes advice 24-7. Find all major brands of testing supplies and download tools to help you stay on track talk to your walgreens pharmacist today and that's your traffic on 93.3 wmmr thank you very much hey what time does gma wrap up their programming it's like nine nine or ten or something like right. that. right yeah okay so they'll be down there well then they're done i guess they're so. done yes i said that so i'm, I'm sorry i missed <laughs> that part i didn't I'm, we're on 93.3 i'm trying to figure out what's going on here i'm trying I'm to tr- see what else we're going to talk about it's crazy and i and i honestly i started thinking about ginger z and i got lost for a moment she's your favorite right? I, have, I have a bit of a crush on ginger z she's very very cute and you know what she's actually i've seen her on uh the national news in the evening when there are you know hurricanes and things like that and she just she's a she's a legit a meteorologist, but she's also a very so moist. <laughs> she's also uh, very uh, good at uh, just being an, a broadcast entertainer as well. You know, I saw and she was good, and she has a very dynamic personality. Was on the the, the clips I saw of her on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, she competed. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, if you like, I didn't know you liked her. I, I do. I, I, I can't say it on the air yet, but I'll tell you something off air. Oh, you might get to meet her. Ooh. 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 I was going to see well, if we could get her to call in or something. Where'd she get her start? She didn't start in Philly, did she? No. no. I think she started out off as a singer. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Jeez, oh, my God! <laughs> Stop. 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 <laughs> Were you just sitting on that? <laughs> for like two months, Nick. For two months, I've been waiting for that. I keep seeing it in the queue on our digital editor here, and I'm just like, why does he have that queued up and ready to go? Well, you did. And, Always at the uh, ready. Yeah, she started off as uh, as a singer. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh, my God! Uh, Who were we talking about? Uh, Julie. Intern Julie. Intern Julie? Uh, No. no. Yes, Julie Jerkoff. No, not Julie Jerkoff. Julie Nesbitt. No, Marissa Marissa knows. knows. Marissa knows. Okay, hang on, Marissa. It was, um, oh, what's his name's ex-wife? Um, um, Chanum Tanning's ex-wife. Oh. Oh. Jenna Dewan. Yes. Oh, yeah, she was a singer. No, No, she she was was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh my God. I don't think that's who we were talking about because I don't even know who that is. All right. Okay. <laughs> hey, speaking of, speaking of Julie Jerkoff, so yes. I, I was at <laughs> the. Me. Well, yeah, I don't well, care. Was... At this point, it doesn't matter. I mean, who cares? It was at that point where Preston realized he wasn't even listening to Kathy at all. I'm, I'm pretty bu- sure I'm right. I, I believe it started on Friday, March 15th, was the actual date in question. Right. Marissa, if you can find that out. We're now over dying. to Julie Jerkoff. Exactly. Yeah, Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> at uh, my son's graduation, like. Like so, they had to go through six hundred names <gasps> of reading them off on stage, and like every ten minutes or so, my son Carter was sitting in front of me. Would turn around and he'd go, J 
Julie Jerkoff. Julie Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkoff. And it did not fail to make me laugh every single time. Every time. Julie knuckle-banging. I'm so sorry. That's Smith. (laughs) That's not even close. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ben elbow deep. I'm sorry. That's Johnson. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. By the way, speaking of graduation, my uh, my niece, Rachel, um, graduated from St. Dot's grade school. My niece, Molly, just graduated from um, St. Mary Magdalene's <laughs> grade school. And then my best friend, Jeff's uh, daughter, and all of the eighth graders graduated from St. Pius, the 10th grade school yesterday. So I want to say congratulations to all of them. They also got all of their awards yesterday. Right and, after and, talking about knuckle banging. Right now, I know. <laughs> you ran off a bunch of Catholic schools. <laughs> Go ahead. St. Pius, of course. Yeah, yes. but they yet, were the worst. Um, what's that? The Catholic school girls. They were the sluttiest. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, well, at, least, at least where I grew up. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell I, you some stories, Kathy, about some public school girls. Uh no, I went I there. I really couldn't. Catholic school girls, yeah. There was, a, there was mm-hmm. a group that we were really good. Really good friends with. Honestly. Uh, and that was wonderful. Preston, mm-hmm. I could tell you some stories about some Taiwanese prostitutes. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, they are slutty. Right. Um, what was the point? You were, you were about ready to wrap up with something yeah, else. What it's was not it? that important. Are you sure? Yeah, it's kind of tough to go back to. Okay. You mean after the uh, knuckle banging? Uh, to uh, shout out to the Catholic <laughs> schools. I think I think that was a, as, as hard a one eighty as you can make. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, I, I got an email. Casey pointed this out to me as well. Hang on, Marissa. I'll come back to you in a second. She's got her hand up. Uh, but this is from Joe Weaver. He says, seven-year listener. He's like, hey, as I'm sure that Casey knows, Fish opened their summer tour in St. Louis these last two nights. Uh, since Trey is such a big hockey fan, uh, there was fan ru- spread rumors and hope that the band might give a nod and play the song Gloria which, as you know by now, has become the St. Louis Blues anthem because of Jack's, the Mummers Bar or Club or whatever you want to call it in South Philly uh, and the whole story behind that. So there's a Philadelphia connection to this, too. Um, Towards the end of their first set is when the game was wrapping up and during the big rock ending of the last song, Run Like an Antelope, Trey had played a few seconds of Gloria. Well, during the set break... They must have learned that they uh, that the uh, the Blues had won, and the second set opened with a full rendition of the song Gloria, and then they followed it with I guess it's a fish song called Loving Cup. Well, no, it's a Rolling Stones cover. But, oh, okay, but but I mean it's a regular mm-hmm. fish song. It, it's it's in regular rotation. That's and awesome. I'm such an idiot because I always follow whenever a fish is in concert, I go to like setlist or fish.net and I follow the set list because I'm an idiot like that. But uh, I didn't even put two and two together that they played Loving Cup. Um, as right, a, right after Gloria, yeah. But oh, uh, we have some of that uh, of them playing Gloria. Oh, yeah. And that was it started right here, man. That's it's cool. awesome. And so their their lighting guy, his name's Chris Carota. They call him CK Five. He had like uh, you know it was like blue lights during the the whole number and stuff. So cool. Trey, Trey is a huge 
hockey fan. He loves the Flyers. In fact, he swore that Fish would never play the Wells Fargo Center until the Flyers hoisted the cup there. And then that became apparent that that was never going to happen. So they ended up playing there. Last night, basically, and as we said many times before, because the song Gloria was adopted through Philadelphia. Yeah, man. It was then a Flyers victory then, right? No. 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 Uh, But but Boston lost, and I think anybody That's sweet. That too, but but it's given uh, a group of people here in Philadelphia, whether they like the blues or not, to have a kind of have have a horse in the race in in the Stanley Cup, which is fun because playoff hockey is phenomenal. It's so great to watch, and I'm and I'm really happy for my former city, my my hometown, and for the connection here to my adopted hometown. I love it. I'm happy for you. You're wearing your Blues jersey. I'm uh, I'm a Blues fan. I like them a lot. I've, I always have. Uh, Flyers are my favorite team in all of sports. So don't tell me that I can't like both teams. Exactly. I, I like the, I like the Blues and I like the Flyers. I'm wearing my Play Gloria shirt. Uh, right now, which, uh, you know, is from Jax. Uh, but what I thought was amazing about last night, uh, among many things, first of all, congrats to Craig Ruby and Braden Shen. Yes. Because uh, they deserve it. And so happy Shen scored last night. Me too. too. And it was a great goal. And Bennington was just incredible in net. Um, but I thought it was so cool because the game was in Boston that not only was the Blues Arena completely sold out, Bush Stadium had a yeah. ton of fans in the rain in terrible weather, and that really speaks to the passion of the St. Louis fans. And I think that they deserve a, a Stanley Cup championship, and I'm happy for them. Yeah, and and also just um, on liking or rooting for teams in other cities. Listen, I, I love Philadelphia sports, and I love the Philadelphia Eagles. I love them so much. Sometimes they make me cry. All right, <laughs> yeah, it's um, true. I, I love them, and I, but I also love professional football. So. If I'm going, so yes, there are other teams that I'm going to like and root for. There's just one team I will never, even if my son played for them, Mm -hmm. I would never root for the Cowboys. I understand. It's just simple as that. But, uh, you know, I think any other team is is pretty much fair game. But, uh, you know, to your point, Nick, yeah, back off. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I agree. I got got a little blowback from wearing uh, this Blues jersey and taking a picture and posting. I mean, it was just like one or two people, and I was just like, do I even waste the energy no. to explain it to you that it's okay? And there's legit, there's legitimate yeah. Flyers connection to the of team. Course, of course. So yeah, it, so. that's it. First, first Stanley Cup in franchise history for the Blues. Nobody on that team had even won a Stanley Cup with any of the other teams. Oh, no you know, kidding. Yeah, so it was, it was uh, Craig Berube had never won. Anybody that was associated with the Blues last night, nobody had ever won. And the little girl, and I forget the name of the disease, but the girl that had been... Layla, uh, I think uh, is her name. Yeah, yeah, and it had been all of these playoff games. She got to go out mm-hmm. on the ice last night. I got choked up seeing this. She, she got to go down on the ice at the garden and kissed the cup. And I just thought that that was so incredible because yeah. the, some of the players embraced her and gave her it's kisses. Awesome. It was yeah. really, really A lot touching. of tears. So real quick, I, I made an assessment on Twitter last night about the, the fans in Boston booing, and they weren't booing the Blues, right? They were booing uh, Bettman, right? So like that's just sort of the standard oh. thing. Everybody boos yeah. Gary Bettman. People don't like the commissioner. Okay. Charles right. Barkley was there last night, and he uh, got his tickets from Gary Bettman at the last minute. Uh, and he talked about uh, his love for the Flyers and his love also for Rick Tockett. He also said some really nice things about Sidney Crosby. And he said, my Flyers fans are going to hate me when I get back to Philly. But uh, yeah. it was cool to see Barkley there as well. Barkley will always be a, a Flyers great. Yeah. <laughs> so well, good. Uh, oh, by the way. Well. All right, no, no, I'll get into that later. Um, the um, <laughs> Todd Glass is rubbing off on Oh, everyone. my God, big time. Yeah. Um, the, the cursing <clears throat> afterwards when people were hoisting oh the cup. God. Like, I... I knew it was coming. In fact, my daughter was there, and I said, hey, you're going to hear some colorful language in a little bit. I mean, this is on 
national broadcasting yeah, yeah. is NBC. I guess on a technical level, it was after eleven o'clock, so you can safe legally right. do that. They a lot of times, most times, harsh language is edited out because <clears throat> advertisers might uh, have an issue with being associated with that type of thing. But Steve. F bomb after F bomb after F bomb. That's what I heard. They were so excited. Yeah. Why? Well, listen. So all they, they <clears throat> initially after the whole deal when the FCC went nuts with the um, exposed uh, Janet Jackson knocker, you know, then and then yeah. they became. Then they even put down rules about you know the stations have to monitor the networks have to monitor the crowd and with their microphones and so on. There's only so much you can do. They eased back on yeah. that, and in this event last night at the time that it occurred, what are you going to do? Well, the the first time I actually remember hearing that colorful language from a championship winning team was actually when the Cowboys won the Super Bowl way back in the nineties. I remember it, it might have been might have been Michael Irvin. I was like, Dude, are they? Am, are they Why am I talking like that? Well, I was pretty oh, at the oh, time. I'm sorry. I didn't have any hair on my balls yet. Um, hey, if you guys... there's no hair on my balls. Why did they do that? Would you guys stick around to watch the uh, the Stanley Cup presentation if it were not your team winning? No. Okay. No, uh, I wouldn't. If it, if it were in Philadelphia and another team beat them and they were bringing the cup down, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because number one, we've had a privilege of having the uh, the cup here in our studio a couple times. So I've seen it up close. I've held it. I've kissed it. Yeah. Uh, but I that I think for a lot of people, seeing that in person is really really cool. I was even at, if your team doesn't win. You I know? was at Game Six when the Flyers lost yeah. uh, to the Blackhawks. And I left it, immediately. It, so did I. I was and, there. I. and I was out in the parking lot. I was mad and um, uh, resentful. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I got out of there as quickly as I possibly well, there's could. So, there's something to say for being petty. Thank I you. Think yeah. in sports mm-hmm. that that you should be now. And Thank then. you. Chuck yes. D'Amico's in the other room. He's a hockey purist, and I've heard him say time and time again that um, that he would he, he would watch any team. Hoist the cup, no okay. matter what, and, no and matter I where. Can, and, and in the sport of the sport, mm-hmm. um, I, I understand that because these guys man up at the end of every single playoff series and they shake hands. And last night, they, they did that very thing. And it's been a tradition in hockey for ages. The sport where you physically fight and beat the piss out of each other, mm-hmm. they will hang it up and they'll shake hands and they'll, uh, they'll treat each other with dignity. Yeah, that's it exactly. I mean, the emotion that pours out of these men that are that are trying to kill each other, you know, over a trophy, essentially. Yeah. You're right, Kathy. Um, when they fo- when they oh, f- finally <laughs> when they finally lift that thing, I can watch anybody lift the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah, because it's just the hardest trophy in the world to win. It's the best trophy in the world. Yeah, and it's 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 the toughest you know sport, and it just it, they 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 switch so quickly from ready to kill each other to crying because they've been chasing this thing their whole lives. It's, yeah. it's just a it's a, it's an amazing emotional thing to watch somebody do that. Yep, yep. So uh, it was cool, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm happy, and and I'm, and I'm happy that Boston didn't win another championship. <laughs> yeah, enough. Which, by the way, somebody texted in and said they now have the record for most uh, cup losses. The Bruins do. I, I saw a text come in. Interesting. So, yeah, it says Bruins now hold the record with 14 cup final losses. Well, Boston hasn't won a championship since February, and I, I, <laughs> oh, I feel for them. I feel terrible. I feel really, really bad for them. Yeah. Uh, by the way, my favorite commercial on TV right now is a hockey commercial where they put the walrus in uh, the goal. Yeah, it's funny. And the guy, he's like, the walrus! I love it. Come on! Yeah. Uh-huh. He goes yeah. to sleep at the end. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right, and and I love, um, I'm really, I'm, I'm happy for this connection to Philadelphia and, and St. Louis. It, it, does my heart good? Yes. Yeah. It Have really you heard does. from some of your friends? Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were texting last night. I have three close friends uh, who I went to high school with who live here. 
So we were, you know, we were back and forth last night, and then uh, and then my my best friend Steve and I and a few other buddies were were texting, and and I've gotten all my social media people I haven't talked to in twenty years. That's great that are posting stuff uh, and and saying how happy they are. So it's really cool. Well, you, listen, it, it it it's one of those moments that you will never forget, and uh, yep. it was wild to see it. Yep, uh, and it happened on my twentieth anniversary. Hey! Which, by the way, Rochelle and I, our very first date, St. Louis Blues game. Yeah. I took her to a Blues game. You so, were the good luck. So it was, uh, it was meant to happen. Hang on, Marissa has a comment. In all of this sportsmanship, I have to admit that Nick was 100% right. It was intern Julie we were talking about with the dancer oh. clip. It was Jenna Dewan was the first time Casey played it back. Oh, okay. And Preston, I'm so happy that you've seen it every day because every day in the studio, I'm like, does he just bump this clip up to the very top every I just wait for it for, mm-hmm. for like months, yeah. right? Yep. yep. Well, way to go, Casey. Way to get it on the air. Yeah. Kudos and to everybody in that room right now. <laughs> and so the was... NAB was right. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was Julie because she was a singer. No, she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Dance? Oh my God! Oh, there it is. Wait, was that uh, Julie Jerkoff or? No, that was, uh, yes, it was. Julie Jerkoff. Oh, Forgive me, Kirkoff. All right, I Did would... you have some of that improv? Is there uh, would... some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, big game to known oh, as? We should have played that at the NAB acceptance. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, that... Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. An example of the show you just awarded. Is there uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, become to known as? And then do your Rocky impersonation. Hey, yo. Yes. All these things. <laughs> Beasley would have been so embarrassed. We win awards. Yeah, there's ladies and gentlemen. They have to leave now. <laughs> Steve, they sent they the Sandman up, the hook guy yeah, from, yeah, uh, from, the, uh, from Apollo. the Apollo. <laughs> Just yank us yeah. off the stage. All right, I want to give away a $25 gift card from our friends at Rita's Water. I specifically, the location in Huntingdon Valley, which is on County Line Road. Grab the new Rita's Party Pack, perfect for graduations, birthday, and office parties and family barbecues. You can get all the details at your local Rita store. Uh, we'll take callers 10 and 11, and I will give you those $25 Rita's Water Ice gift cards. 215-263-WMMR. Going to come back, and we're going to get to the beat file. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. 93.3 WMMR, audio on demand, presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday. It is June 13th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a suspect wanted in the shooting of former Red Sox star David Ortiz is also being sought in a shooting right here in Pennsylvania. An alleged gunman and five accomplices have been detained in the shooting of Ortiz, a Dominican officials said on Wednesday. Authorities said that the suspect set out to kill the retired baseball player to collect an $8,000 bounty placed on his head. Police say that they are still searching for Luis Alfredo Rivas Clase, who also goes by the nickname The Surgeon. This man is also wanted by authorities in Reading, Pennsylvania, right here. What the hell? Yeah, according to authorities, Rivas Clase was involved in a shooting on April 22nd, 2018. The victim, who was shot in the back, said that uh, Rivas threatened to have him killed a few days before the shooting occurred. Police said the handgun used in the attempted hit on David Ortiz was found buried in a house near Mayo, about 100 miles southwest of 
Santo Domingo, where one of the suspects was arrested. Ortiz is recovering after being shot in the back. His wife said in a statement that the former Red Sox slugger was able to sit up and take some steps as he recuperates in the intensive care unit at the Massachusetts General Hospital. His condition is guarded and he will remain in ICU for the coming days, but he is making good progress towards recovery, Tiffany Ortiz said in the statement. Not that anybody... Why is... What's up with the mics here? Go ahead. Uh, not that anybody ever deserves to get shot, but uh, an assassination attempt on David Ortiz just boggles my mind. He's like a, an incredibly nice person, really generous, and has done so much for the Dominican Republic. Any idea if they know that there was an $8,000 bounty? Who why? put that out and right. why? They didn't say. They were there, there was an investigation. I was watching a report last night that tied into all sorts of things with the Dominican Republic and, and all the stuff we're talking about with the resorts and all that stuff. And um, the, again, even the most... Um, a learned people, as far as these people go in these gangs, had no idea why him out of all the people. So it's just, it's completely bizarre. I mean, I, maybe it was just something personal. Somebody who... They just don't maybe. like, perhaps. They, well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe somebody hated him oh. for a very particular you know reason. What? Like yeah. a, a spurned lover or something. Or I don't know. Yankees fan. Or a Yankees fan. You never know, man. I don't know. That's just uh, But crazy. they said that he frequents the area a lot. So he is there. I guess they knew he was going to be there. And who knows? And they Terrible, are basically though. at point blank range, too. So it's amazing he made it through at all. Well, it yeah. is. And, and fortunately, he's back here receiving care but um you know we heard we didn't know at first and then heard that he's going to be okay but i mean he still has like a long oh yeah to recovery he's still in icu no, it's, yeah he, it, it's it's going to be a, a a tough climb up yeah another round of serial testing shows small amounts of chemical in roundup weed killer yeah all right I was, um, I was so worried that you were going to mention a cereal I was like, please don't say cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch. No, well, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I missed a very, I was I'm reading so, something here. What was so, the beginning of your okay. tease that made him think it was cereal? No, it is It is cereal. So yes. so uh, Roundup Weed Killer, is yeah. traces of it is being found in cereal. Oh, oh. no. Please okay. don't say cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> well, the, wait, the, fear is, the fear is not over. Hang it's on. It's not over. Who makes cinnamon toast crunch? Oh, uh, General whatever. Oh, General Mills? You're out, General, Case. Really? You're out. Yes. Yeah. Several oh, brands, you including went from the, the ultimate high to the ultimate low. Yeah, in seriously, seconds. several popular brands, including Cheerios and Nature Valley products, continue uh, to test positive for trace amounts of this controversial uh, herbicide that may increase the risk of cancer. The Environmental Working Group, uh, which has links to the organic industry, found that all 21 of the products it tested had levels of glyphosate uh, that were higher than their their scientists consider safe for children. Now, I, I know this seems scary, but in all the years I've been eating the cereal, I have never once crapped weed. So no. in some way it's working. So Are you case, in, the, really inspecting your feet? I inspect that? all the time. Okay. Case the 21 products uh, include six varieties of Cheerios and 14 of General Mills uh, Nature Valley products such as Nature Valley Granola Bars. So it's not specifically Cinnamon Dose Crunch, but it is all of the products but are we made. do Nature Valley Granola Bars, definitely. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're over. I, yeah. I immediately took everything out of my cabinets and threw it out. So <laughs> what levels do they say it's at? So, uh, so General Mills, all of the products are made by General Mills, and they say that their top priority is food safety, but they say that trace amounts of pesticides are pretty much found in everything, but they are trying to minimize those chemicals well, that are found in their products. It's also, if you look at what their their, their statement says, food safety-ish, which I think <laughs> leaves leaves an open area. So this glyphosate, which I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly, has been at the center of several high-profile lawsuits alleging the chemical causes cancer. A California jury awarded a couple $2 billion in punitive damages after a conclusion they sustained exposure to uh, Monsanto's popular Roundup weed killer, yeah. uh, which led to their cancer diagnosis. You see commercials on TV all the time for the, the class action suits concerning that. You know, 
over the course of your life, Preston, you, do you remember years ago when cyclamates were, it was a dietary, it was mm-hmm. a sugar substitute or something mm-hmm. akin to a sugar substitute in cereal, a s- soda. And we we used to get our soda delivered. We had cases of it. It had just arrived, yeah. like six cases of soda. And that that uh, that warning came out, and that you just sat there for years. The was soda. that saccharin? Was that what that was? Something like that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. You guys should talk to anybody who is in their you know late forties to seventy who I make it a habit to. here in the Philadelphia area <laughs> that used to follow the the mosquito truck around town oh. because it would come down the street and it would just spray this chemical. And the kids would basically bathe in it oh on purpose. Oh, my God, purpose. like play yeah. in it? Yes. What? Yeah, because it was oh this fog. I, 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 I've oh seen God. those trucks before, and I'm like, I run for the hills when, mm-hmm. when I saw I'm like, that does not look safe at all. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah, just a quick side note. Uh, if you can avoid it, never use Roundup. It, it's terrible for you. It's terrible for the environment. And uh, I posted something on Instagram a year ago. It's called Weed Be Gone. It's a really simple formula. It's vinegar, Epsom salt, and a Dawn dish detergent, Dawn dish soap. Yep. Gets it done, kills the weeds really well. I use it all the time, and it's much, much better for you and a million times better for the I environment. I need to do that. You make your own? You make it at home. I mean, literally, I gotta I, do that. I go and I go to the grocery store. I get a, a gallon jug of, of uh, vinegar, mix it in the sink. It's so easy. And 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 then your house smells delightfully like vinegar for a little I while. I need to do it because I use Roundup. And why do I use Roundup? That stuff works, man. It does. And, and, then, and I, uh, I hate weeds, yeah. and I do like to have a, a nice lawn. Well, yeah. I, I, I kind of am seeing a little bit of my mom in you now. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, listen. It's, it's, you were asking about getting, they're legitimately getting wait, cancer. Wait, okay, and... you're concerned about this. You were waiting for a box of uh, all natural sunscreen. Yes. You asked yeah, asked about the deodorant. Yeah. What... Well, listen. When scientists actually okay. say that this stuff is legitimate, <laughs> I listen. <laughs> not, not a witch doctor. <laughs> not a witch doctor. I'm just saying, my mom's going to be yeah. really proud. That's no, all. Listen, okay. uh, if you don't know, Kathy's mom is uh, higher up in the Santeria Church. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Uh, no, but she actually has been right probably more often than uh, yeah, probably. than we would like to give her credit for. I'm going to let her know you said that. Yeah. Wait a minute. What was why did that one actor die? Because of salt, was oh, it? Or... Uh, Luke Perry. You yeah. know why Luke Perry died? Salt. No, ma, why? Salt. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Farrah Fawcett got uh, anal, anal cancer, cancer from too much sex? Butt sex. Butt sex. Butt okay. Sex. Well, there, there you know what case. that is. That's, you know. Yeah. By the way, Marsha <laughs> Cross, didn't Marsha Cross is out? She has that and, and she says Human she Human papillomavirus. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask my mom yeah. about that. Ask her, please. The search for a black bear cub continues. The latest sighting was, it, was within the Philadelphia city limits. It was in East Falls yesterday. Did you see it? I was coming home from, I actually called into Pierre I was coming home uh, yesterday from 30th Street Station, and I saw the hovering uh, helicopters. Looking for the bear? Right right down here. Really? Right down here, and I did a quick search online, and because uh, my dad was in the car, and I had him look it up for me, and sure enough, they were hovering over East Falls looking for this bear, because they, they had spotted it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They didn't find it. They did not find it. So if you're if you're by East Falls, it's it's very easy to meander over to the Wissahickon Park system. Sure. So and I, you know, hike in there all the time. Yeah. Well, they're yeah they're saying to, be, a to bear. be careful. Yeah. Protect yourself. <laughs> so the approximately 100 pound bear was roaming about the Maniac Norristown rail line, dipping in and out of the woods. Uh, the cub was also seen wandering around Ridge Avenue. There's actually a picture of him, and he is. I, I think if it, the picture that they just pulled up is the one where he's just he's on Ridge Avenue outside of someone's wow. house. I just saw Preston. Oh. <laughs> <It was> awesome. <laughs> yeah, big fan. You've been listening since you were a cub, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm still a cub, so it's been about two months. Oh. The How do they not find this thing? How do they not? 
Why? How many? They because gotta, nobody. Because you shouldn't go near it. So by the time the the warden gets a call and gets out there, he took off in the woods. Can't there uh, with those mosquito spray trucks? Can't they put salmon spray in that? <laughs> salmon that was and, and Pied Piper its ass right out of town. The Pennsylvania game warden got a call at about noon on Wednesday about another sighting of a black bear. Uh, Jerry Check is the state game warden tasked with capturing the cub, and he believes uh, that he's about two years old and a hundred pounds. He thinks the cub is probably two because he's looking for its own territory. Mm. Um, because at that age, the mother bear sends the cub out to live on its own. While Two game... years old. Can you imagine that? Uh, yeah. If your parents had kids. Okay, right, go You're ahead. on your own, son. Time for you to go. Don't forget to potty train yourself. While game wardens armed with tranquilizer rifles searched ground level, police took an aerial approach employing a helicopter and drones to survey the patch of woods behind the hilltop at Falls Ridge Development on Schoolhouse Lane. Uh, this cub is believed to be the same bear spotted north and west of the city in Bucks County and in Orland uh, last week. Despite the extensive search, no luck yet. The best case scenario for the game warden would be to find the bear up in a tree. It would be tranquilized with a dart, then transported in a bear trap. It would be freed in western or northeastern Pennsylvania. So they're saying that's the best case scenario. Doesn't so hopefully uh, Ed Rendell live in East Falls? He used to. I think he sold that place. Oh. I'm not really sure. It'd be cool if you were a former governor with a bear. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like the uh, the the king in uh, Walking Dead, Preston. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. He had a tiger. Hey, if uh, if Ed Rendell was gay, he would be a bear. There you go. Yeah. He's an absolute <laughs> kind yeah. of big and maybe yeah. hairy. And Hell, I'm not even gay, and I do him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, All right, it's sports this morning. Uh-huh. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston Steve, 13 minutes after 10, Thursday. And uh, Word of the Week prize given away tomorrow, air hockey table from Royal Billiard and Recreation. And uh, they got great stuff for uh, Father's Day. I'll get to some of the details in a little while on that. And we'll do the letter at the end of the show uh, today and tomorrow. We'll give away the prize tomorrow. So get yourself set. Maybe you will win that. Would love to see that happen. We're going to get, let's see, the lesson question. And we're going to give away a four-pack of Maury's Piers Water Park Passes if you can answer the question that I'm going to ask. Kim Kardashian is worried about the clubbing of which baby animal? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. from early this morning, just a shade before 7 a.m. Kim Kardashian is worried about the clubbing of which baby animal? Let's see if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. And we're going to do trash while you're calling in, so let's go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Dietz and Watson Real Philly Deli. If you want a real Philly hoagie, you have to go to a real Philly deli. Dietz and Watson created the Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. Your map to the most delicious hoagies in the city. Earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even tickets to see the birds play. Just for eating real Philly hoagies. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Jersey Shore star Paulie D causing a big store online, uh, posing a picture of himself with an unshaven chest and no product in his hair. Paulie also revealed that for the past 10 years, he's been murdering terminally ill children. What? Oh, my God. Probably should have led with that, right? Yeah. 
Uh, Sylvia Miles, who appeared in such movies as Midnight Cowboy and The Sentinel, has died at the age of 94. Recently, when asked what she attributed her long life to, Miles revealed that her diet has consisted of nothing but dead children meat she purchased from Paulie D. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that's the story sync up there. And finally, I don't know if you saw about this, Kate Middleton had had jaws dropping. She arrived at the Action uh, Action on Addiction Gala in London yesterday wearing what was described as a stunning off-the-shoulder, tight, white dress. Uh, Middleton's outfit was so provocative by royal standards that Prince Charles had to request the formal announcement of his boner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your heart. I wanted to see how that would fit in there. <laughs> I think it works. All right, we're going to do the lesson. <laughs> the lesson question. I was at just before you go to the list. I was at Sequoia uh, uh-huh. Outback for a uh, the event, uh, uh, the Burger Village yeah, Bash. Yeah, yeah. and uh, this guy came over. His beautiful family, and uh, I think it was a little girl uh, comes over and goes, "You know, say, you know, they sometimes they're proud of the kids to say it." La di da di da, bees. Oh, that's great! I love it. La di da di da di da, bees. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this. Kim Kardashian is worried about the clubbing of which baby animal, and I will go to Chuck for the answer. Hi, Chuck. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, say, uh, yes. The answer, baby foxes? Uh, yes, yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, foxes. It's foxes, but I, that's what he heard. So, yeah. As in faux. He's wearing faux fur, which is spelled F-A-U-X, and she thought that was an animal. A, another type of animal. Yes, instead she of felt bad wearing faux fur, it's fox fur. Fox fur. <laughs> uh, but you got it right. And we're playing Gloria. Hey. Nice, Casey. All right, Chuck, hang on the line because we are going to give you a four-pack of Maury's Piers water park passes. All this week, Metro by T-Mobile is giving you the opportunity to win Casey's favorite things. Hurry now to your nearest Metro store and take advantage of the best deal in wireless only at Metro by T-Mobile. You can see the store for details and terms and conditions. Uh, let's do Music News. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Anyway. And it's brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. Rita's introduces their most magical flavor ever. The new Unicorn Italian Ice only at Rita's. Unicorns, they're real. What? And delicious. Get it now before it disappears. What? I saw a video of guy in a unicorn inflatable outfit on a um, like a jet uh, <laughs> jetpack. Uh, no um, gymnastics. I was going. I said Japanese uh, gymnastics high bar. It's freaking hilarious to watch. Back okay. to you, Preston. All right, just the unicorn. In well, if I may, yeah. I saw somebody, and it's the truth, on AFV on the uneven parallel bars in one of those Tyrannosaurus Rex outfits. <laughs> Seriously? I guess. That it's, sounds pretty funny, pretty actually. Funny. Yeah. All right, so KG Elephant has been forced to cancel the remainder of its European tour uh, because, because guitarist Nick Bockrath uh, suffered a pretty serious leg injury on stage. Uh, According to the statement from the band, he was hurt while performing at the Netherlands Pink Pop Festival and apparently ruptured his PCL, tore his ACL, and damaged his meniscus and fractured his tibia. Now, I understand they had a Jaguar on stage and he was getting out of it. Uh, He apparently tried playing through the injury rather than cancel the tour, but after two shows, it was determined that uh, he requires immediate surgery. So did he just step the wrong way or, you know, sometimes you get these bizarre 
heavy-duty injuries with fairly simple moves. Man, my uncle and I, and I was probably in, I don't know, fifth grade or something like that. We were playing basketball, and he just fell down. He yeah. he stumbled over a, a curb that was in the, the parking lot that we were playing in and fell down. And he's laying there, and he goes, I can't get up. Oh, wow. He just goes, you you got to go home and, and get your mom. And I thought he was joking. He's like, seriously, I can't get up from where I am right now. And he had just torn all kinds of stuff in his knee from what looked like just simply a simple fall. falling down. Yes. So it can happen. And he was young at the time, too. So, uh, But uh, this guy's going to need surgery. Uh, the six canceled gigs include the band's scheduled appearance at the Isle of Wight Festival. Refunds for all non-festival dates will be issued at the point of sale. Now, keep in mind, they're scheduled to tour North America with a back on the co-headlining uh, headlining night running tour. They're going to be in Philadelphia at some point, right? Yeah. So On the 21st. So on your birthday, Marissa's birthday, she's pointing to herself. Oh, man. So we'll see if, if he's recouped enough from surgery. Uh, to make the gig. That's in July, right? So No, August. Oh, August. I'm sorry. Can they, um, can he, can he be a seated situation? You know? Don't know. Uh, maybe after the surgery. Yeah. I would imagine they could do something. Throwing like him that. up like they did with, uh, Axel and, uh, and Dave. Dave, yeah. Uh, speaking of Dave Grohl, Nirvana bassist, uh, Chris, Chris Novoselic said that he believes the band's original master recordings are gone forever. After it was revealed that hundreds of thousands of recordings stored on the Universal Studios back lot in Hollywood were destroyed in a fire in 2008. Yeah. Wow. A report published this week by the New York Times detailed the full extent of what was described as the biggest disaster in the music in the history of music with masters of possibly 500,000 songs incinerated in the fire. Uh, The full scope of the catastrophe was not made public until now. Asked on Twitter about the state of the Nirvana masters, Novoselic said, I think they are gone forever. They also had apparently this little, um, like, bird thing that would swing back and forth, and its head would dip into the glass of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lost that. Oh, it's gone, Man, gone, forever. gone. Other artists who are now trying to get information on whether their master survived include REM, The Roots, and Steely Dan, uh, believed to have perished in the blaze. <sighs> Were masters from Buddy Holly, Louis Armstrong, Ruth Franklin, Etta James, Billy Holiday, John Coltrane, Rachel. I'm we're talking the best of the best. You're, yes. Ray Charles, Elton John, BB King, Snoop Dogg, Chuck Berry, Tom Petty, Tupac, <sighs> Eminem, Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails, Guns N' Roses, and hundreds of others. These are just slight, ex- light little examples. That value of that would be incalculable. You know what they yeah. do a lot of times, and they did they do this with the the master prints of the films, the classic films of Hollywood. They store them in Carlsbad Caverns. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they do. Well, that place is huge. Yes. They, so what they do is and they, fireproof and fireproof. So, but they and, and and environmentally, it's and some serious. They actually do it down there because that's where they. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Well, I thought you were joking. No, it's the truth. Because I know they know store li- they store stuff at the Library of Congress <laughs> yep, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they find something like old silos as a place to uh, as a re- repository for some of these? Files I have no as doubt well? because you know environmentally, yeah. that's that's the best word. And, and to that point. They don't tend to set on fire. Right, and they're so I buried. mean, you have to deal with the chuds, Nick. But right, yeah, it's certainly. What are they? They don't know. Underground creatures would be an issue. Have you ever heard of the, and I've forgotten the actual name of it, it's the like the seed uh, storage unit. It's in the Arctic, and they they store seeds from every living plant like in the world. Like a Noah's Ark kind of a thing. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And it and it's it's because it's temperature-wise and, and moisture-wise, it's a perfect storage space. It's called Norman's Ark. It's in case there's ever a cataclysmic event yeah. where, um, you know, a plant life that we need to survive is destroyed and they, they keep a repository of this stuff stashed away. 
Yeah, here's a picture of it. And it looks like it's just, it goes deep into the ground. It's a, what we're looking at. It essentially, it looks like a, almost like a porta potty sitting outside of a, of a glacier. I bet you the entrance to that is just bathed in crap. Uh, but they, uh, but from they, Eskimo. But it's kind of, uh, it's, it's for a, an apocalyptic event. Should there be just a handful of human survivors where they can go and and get this stuff? It's I put wild. a couple of packets of seeds under my couch. Yeah, well, you're doing your. You part. never know. Universal has uh, stated that the Times report contains numerous inaccuracies, misleading statements, contradictions, and fundamental misunderstandings of the scope of the incident and the effects set, uh, and the effect that assets. The company has not yet provided evidence for its claims. And then the Doomsday Vault. That's what the Doomsday Thank Vault. Thank you for texting in. I appreciate that. And then one last thing, a California real estate agent is looking to purchase Tom Petty's boyhood home in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, Superfan Kevin uh, Beauchamp spoke to the Gainesville Sun and explained that he quickly made an offer of $175 for the nearly 1,200-square-foot home, tiny little home. Wow. uh, After seeing the home's current owner, Brandy Clark, mention on a Petty Facebook what a petty Facebook you fan club. Petty Facebook, you petty woman. Uh, that she might sell it. And he says that he has a contract for the home and said the house still has the original pink tile in the bathroom. Yes, my name is Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> the, um, remember the uh, with the Kirby, the Kurt Cobain house? Mm-hmm. That was a, a super small. They kept the room intact from when he was there. But, they, you know, you see these modest beginnings. So these yeah. people went on to become superstars. Do you know that somebody's got the... Um, uh, uh, the George Thorogood house in Delaware. No like kidding. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I'm like, eh, it's, it's cool, right. man. It's fifty square feet. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, eh. I'm thorough. He's Thorogood's great, and yeah, I love yeah, him. Yeah. But you know, you brag about ground, uh, ground ladies and gentlemen. Today we're going to visit the George Thorogood home. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, according to the report, uh, Beauchamp is working in the gain with the Gainesville Music History Foundation to have the house officially. Designated as a historic landmark. Casey has Luann Kahn's old house. I do. <laughs> he, does. he does. Forgot about that. That's right. Which is kind of cool. It is. Did you have to do much? Uh, did you do a lot of painting? I know. I, from what I understand, when you bought it, the foyer of the house was blood red. red. Like blood my red. Shirt. Yeah. She was uh, mad you painted over it. Well, I don't care. Um, she did a lot of uh, devil worship in the house. Yeah. The there are there aren't many rooms that we haven't painted. We didn't paint our bedroom, my son's bedroom, the laundry room. Okay. That's it. This is your painting update. <laughs> painting update. Yeah. Painting update. Uh, How many rooms were you... Well, your house was brand new when you bought it. Yes. So it was already pre-painted painted to your specification to paint it every Here's the footage. Oh, my <laughs> God. They found the footage of the uneven parallel bars and someone wearing the inflatable T-Rex costume uh, doing a routine on it. I missed where they were actually doing... Oh, they're trying to climb up. I... You know what? That costume is funny. Yeah, it, it is. is. I think we have three of them at my house, and I need <laughs> <laughs> I need to find something to do with that. So uh, that's pretty funny, Steve. <laughs> I love it. I mean, because they have I, such I, small arms. I could sit and watch this for a while. Uh, find the one with the unicorn, too, because this good. guy's having a hard time with the unicorn actually does a pretty decent job. Well, the unicorns are uh, they're they're real, magical. not T-Rexes. They're <laughs> mythical. Yeah. All right, we need to take a break. We're going to do that very thing. We'll come back in the second letter of the day, Word of the Week. That's when we return. Stay there. 
gang, we need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painter Treasure Ceramics, plus Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins, and Noel Gallagher on August 8th. Or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. From the American Red Cross Penn Jersey Blood Services region. And 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Sublime on 93.3 WMMR. 10.38. Preston and Steve show coming to an end on a Thursday morning. Got one more to go before the weekend is upon us, dear friends. And uh, as Kathy had said earlier this morning, your last chance to sign up for uh, the I Bleed for Preston and Steve blood drive is tomorrow. So if you've been on the fence, get off the fence, sign up. Come and see us. Be a part of this event. And we're looking for a record breaker, we're hoping. It's going to be a special one. And I, I, listen, they're all special. We want to break that record. Pierre's going to be there broadcasting live, which we're thrilled about. Absolutely. And it's it's going to have a much different vibe. So we, we I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But again, Preston, just, we just found out we were like 11 pints shy of yeah. the record without yeah. even trying. Didn't even know. I'm going to say, if we have to go up, we, we will, well, we'll go out. There must be... At the various businesses around, there are people that we could just forcibly drag we in can and, drag and bleed them. I think so. Yeah. In fact, is the circus still in town? Because yes. we can go over there and oh, drag. That, that's right next yeah. to the expo center. In I'm fact, going tonight. Are you? Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm going after the blood drive. Are right. you going <laughs> to? Yeah, I'm going to head over. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I think that's the last day that it's around. So it's, it, yeah. and I think it does continue through the Sunday. I, uh, you know what? I'll it look. does because it's okay. Father's oh. Day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good. But so, that's, yeah, but that's the last day, and then they're they're out. They're gone. And apparently, it's a really good show. Yeah, I've heard wonderful things about Even it. from, like, adults, yeah. too. Bill Weston. Bill Weston. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. In fact, that's where he got his jacket that he wore at the NAB. <laughs> he borrowed it from Stephanie. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> everyone enjoys the circus. He, sna- he, st- he stole it off a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I had to kill a clown for this, Tux. No, actually, if I may, uh, we both got our tuxes from Mike Gucci, which is a wonderful... You and Bill did, yeah. Yeah, and they are so good over there, and uh, man, they... uh, Actually, I I really like my tux. They, they, uh, they, They always... Uh, did, did you rent it or purchase it? Rent. I have two okay. tuxes that they I bought, have, and yeah. they honestly... They well, and they look old. They look, you know, yeah, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. don't... And now they... There's a different look and a style. And I mean, there's a classic tux, but they just... You know, yeah. and I've, I've been shifting workout and stuff and, and it, yeah. trimming up a little bit. So, sure. uh, you know, uh, but uh, it's... You might as well go with the experts. I, I went out and bought one. I yeah. got, I've never had one before, yeah. so I got one now. Oh, we'll see. But, yeah. of course, I've, I bought it and had it tailored at my absolute thinnest I've ever been. Right, yeah. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. No, well, it's good. But we'll see. It'll Maybe it's fine. motivation to stay. Well, fit, you guys looked good last night. Trim. Thank you. Thank you very much. Two nights ago. It Whatever. Nice. Whenever no. it was. Wow. You guys looked good. Well, she, Kathy actually subscribes to our pay service. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, Preston, you're so sweaty. Uh, you get the extra special yeah. pictures yeah. for that. All right, uh, so anyhow, um, you can go to PrestonAndSteve.com or WMMR.com to get the details on the blood drive. Sign up. Please do it. Last day to do it tomorrow. Thank you to Todd Glass for being here. Yeah. I 
I love Todd. Todd was on fire today, man. He was, uh, and, and I love his notebook. He's he was focused. He was more focused today. Focused is a vague phrase. I use it yeah. lightly. It's like that avalanche was focused. Yep. Uh, so he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight. Friday and Saturday as well. Mindy Calling was lovely. She had a, a difficult phone connection, but nonetheless, she's a, a, a delightful young lady. I love her. I'd love to get her in the studio. Late Night is in theaters on Friday. That's the movie that she's promoting. She wrote and uh, produced it. And thank you to Rita's Water Ice of Huntington Valley for being here. They will be at the Blood Drive on Saturday, and they'll be handing out uh, free samples and so on. So please come by and see them. Custard. And what's that? They bring custard. You hope they bring custard. The custard's so damn good. Uh, thank you to Nick from the Huntington Valley location. If you stop by there today and you mention us, Preston Seaver, WMMR, you get a $2 regular ice or a $3 regular gelati only at the Huntington Valley store. And may I also thank all you guys for the for the birthday stuff. Phenomenal. And the effort on this Batmobile bed, which is <laughs> sensational. It's yeah, unbelievable. You, it's all up on, social, on our social media, but it's amazing. What do you think of that, Pierre? Look at that uh, thing. I had seen it covered yesterday. It's incredible. Um, and uh, it's funny, Grin and Greg of our uh, graphic staff, uh, Grin and Greg Graphic, came in and um, he said, it was completely covered. He goes, that makes me think of a Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, how does anyone guess that? Um, I knew I knew when it was under the tarp, I could tell the silhouette. And I'm like, I bet you that's what it is. Because I, I iconically... This has been, I mean, the legendary Batmobile, you know, Pierre, for decades. Well, I, I actually had the same thought, yeah. which is weird. I actually had thought Batmobile, um, and um, but I said, well, in what configuration? I had no idea it would come out to be a bed. Um, but happy birthday. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. How in God's name are you going to get it out of here? <laughs> uh, well, the, the, I have he's going to help me move it, and we're trying to figure out if, it, if it has any chance of fitting in my house. But regardless, it's a wonderful gift. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. It is so, so cool. Yeah. Really, a lot of detail. Even the bat signal or the bat wings on the um, mag wheels which yes. is really cool. And the wheels spin. The uh, the headlights work. There is a projector that projects up on the ceiling, uh, the, bat the bat symbol signal. with PNS on it. Yeah. Uh, the flame shoots out the back. I mean, maybe they'd, they get in the car, they'd buckle up. Turbines to speed, you remember? Turbi- no, atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. speed. Yeah. Yeah, I totally remember. Batman, I mean, it was just like I was so excited when that show was coming to television. And then I'm going, why is it so campy? I wanted it to be more serious. <laughs> It wasn't until Tim Burton came around all those years later yeah. that they got some of the more darker side that I that I was attracted to. I, I when they in the TV show and they kept going zam wham bow. <laughs> I'm going, what was that about? Yeah. Well, they wanted the parents to enjoy it, you know, so they right. made it, and it's really hilarious. The show is super well written, uh, and but as a kid, I remember watching it. This is so cool, yeah. You know that he's got that in a utility belt and all. Right. That was my initial. My lifelong adoration of Batman began with that show. No, uh, that plus they had the uh, Batmobile plus the Bat boat, and there was a Bat helicopter and a Bat motorcycle. Oh, right. Yes, right. And uh, then, they, they would oh, they'd wheel them out. You know, they'd be the big T's, the Bat right, boat. Yeah, right. absolutely. And uh, then Bat Girl. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, all that great stuff. It's Bat crazy, man. It is. Bat crazy. Bat ass crazy. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I think that's where I got the word citizen because in almost every uh, episode, yeah. um, uh, somebody would be, cl- they'd be climbing up a ma- uh, up the side of a building very yeah. casually. And I thought as a kid, oh, I could do that. I just need a little <laughs> tiny rope and I'll throw it around a thing and I can walk easily up a building. And then a window would open and some celebrity would pop out. It could be like Jerry Lewis or Frank or Sinatra. Or Frank yeah. Sinatra. Citizen. They go, 
Hello, citizen. <laughs> would say Batman. Um, anyway, that's true. Uh, I never thought about it. That it, maybe that is where you got that citizen I thing. Think that might be where. I like um, it. Wow. Or yeah, God knows. Who knows? <laughs> All right, we do need. Oh, to get, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Been there, man. Todd Glass. Oh, never mind. It's the no, air okay. of Todd Glass. Go I'm ahead. Go with the O. The O is. Um, I'm. Uh, I. I I meant to mention it on one of our changeovers, and I hadn't that I will be at the blood drive with you. Guys. We've we been just hit it. it. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. love it. But I'm, uh, for the first time, Bill Weston had the idea, why don't you broadcast live? I said, I'd love to. So I, I often try to get out anyway and uh, stop by for at some point, and this time I will be there uh, for a full broadcast. Awesome. And I might not be. Well, well it happens. I will fill If I end up in St. Louis for the St. Louis Blues uh, Stanley <laughs> Cup uh, parade. The thing is, um, it could still be PNS. It, it could. Pierre and Steve. Pierre oh, and we'll Steve. We'll be there. Oh. Listen, we hold down the fort. <laughs> nah, it it'll be, all be good. Be, it's going to be phenomenal. And, uh, having you there and having people, you know, uh, uh, with the broadcast and, and uh, listen, we're going for the record. And I know yeah. no, nobody incites people to uh, to bleed like you do. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Mainly from the ears. <laughs> You're right, right. Okay, now we're ready. <laughs> All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in empty. All right, and we have one more day to go, one more letter to get, and we have an Omni Air-powered hockey table from Royal Billiard and Recreation. Royal Billiard and Recreation has everything you need this Father's Day. Darts, air hockey, foosball, skee-ball, or gold. And D golf, or you can go big with that hot tub that he's always wanted. Royal Billiard and Recreation, your ultimate game room store. Visit royalbilliard.com. Uh, so we will give that away tomorrow, which is very cool. What's coming up on the show today? Well, we've got uh, more tickets for the Hooters playing Keswick Theater in November, the 1st and 2nd. There is a presale that goes on for a little while more today. Hootersmusic.com, you get the code. But uh, it'll go on sale tomorrow, and I will have a pair of tickets to give away today. Also, tickets for Dead & Company one week from today over in Camden, plus workforce blocks of Van Halen and Chris Cornell, and for uh, River's birthday, a block of Weezer. Awesome. Thank All right. You. Let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by A.D. Moyer. Celebrating 80 years of supplying quality building materials and service. Uh, tomorrow, as we wrap up the week, giving away our Worthy Week Prize and any other prizes we have laying around, we're also going to have comedian Chris Porter in the studio. He's been ah, here before. Yeah, he's yes. good. Uh, those things and more, that's it. We're done so rage on and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you, line. you Thursday. man. I'm just trying to mix up some dirt all I get is mud. Next message. It can rain all at once today. Last night was an absolutely beautiful evening for graduation. Congratulations, North Penn, class of 2019. Woo-hoo! Next message. Play Gloria Stanley, f- cop man. <laughs> I am so hammered. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. 
Hey, my name is Nate Bender from Checkpoint XP, and if you like video games, you should subscribe to the Checkpoint XP Daily Podcast from B-Pod Studios. On Checkpoint XP, we talk about the biggest stories in gaming, like the loot box controversy and the U.S. government getting involved with regulating video games. We also cover the latest news in the growing world of esports, like Nate Nanzer leaving the Overwatch League and joining Epic to jumpstart the Fortnite esports scene, or Tifu suing the esports organization that represents it. Phase Clan and Checkpoint XP gets access to some of the biggest names in video gaming and geek culture, like Sam Regal from Critical Role and one of the best Smash players in the world, Hungrybox of Team Liquid. So if you want to keep up on the latest in the world of video games, make sure you're subscribed to the Checkpoint XP Daily Podcast for new episodes Monday through Friday. Find us at bpodstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.